The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Comcast, the Salt Lake Tribune, Simmons Media, the Utah Symphony Orchestra, MSN.com, any school district, their respective managements, owners, or employees. Thank you for choosing GeekShowPodcast.com. This program is free of charge, and we want to thank our benefactors who pay for this party every week. PCLaptops.com. The show is recorded and produced on a very special custom PC laptop from our Lord and Savior Dan Young, also known as Dan the Laptop Man. He just made our PC laptop so much bigger and better, I believe it is self-aware. You will not get pre-packaged big box type stuff or service at PC Laptops. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, the friendly comic book store in Salt Lake City. We get a lot of questions sent to our Facebook pages and Twitter questions about comic books. I have a suggestion. Call and talk to the guys at Dr. Volt's. Not only do they work there, but they're fans of the stuff and they can sell they sell it and they can help you out with a with a smile. SecretCompassCollectibles.com. If you're like us, you're serious about your geeky passion. They've got the highly sought-after, high-quality stuff and service. Everything from statues, prop replicas, and costumes. Again, only the high quality. Click on SecretCompassCollectibles.com and start your wish list. And our brand new sponsor, Trails Gentlemen's Club in Salt Lake City, where every Thursday night is cosplay fantasy night. Starting at 8 p.m., every fanboy's dream comes true. Your favorite superheroines and fantasy beauties take it all off just for you every Thursday night. Go to trailsclub.com and take a look-see. Geek Show says hey, and Geek Show says thank you. My dad says cocksucker a lot. (laughs) Wow, and I think I'm embarrassing to my children. I like that name for our podcast, The Stupid Friend. It is a video copy of Dr. Caligari. I didn't get that. I was in from the word go. God save our gracious queen. Oh, I hope they do that. Oh, I love Is this the show right now? Geekshowpodcast.com we are not in the basement. No. Nope. We are at Heart Ooh. of Gold Tattoo. Still, we're, yeah. ne- we're never leaving here. We're never leaving this place. Eight, As 853 East, 400 South. Thank you. I have a cot in the bathroom. I'm not leaving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and everyone, uh, we uh, Jimmy brought champagne because uh, well, we did it. the two of us finally yep. got our tattoos that we kept threatening Dude, to do. Uh, Thank you to John some geek show, for making this happen. Thank you, John. Thank you. Uh, there we go. Uh, like I said, mm, uh, delightful. Is that dry? Is yeah. that brute? I don't know. It's brute. I was gonna say nothing washes down a Del Taco bean burrito <laughs> like, like champagne. 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 The plastic makes it classy. Ooh, yes. right. Hey, and by the way, John, Happy Father's Day. Happy hey, Father's thanks. Day. Happy Father's Day. We recorded. Hey. We recorded this on Father's Day, so you'll have to forgive us. Uh, <laughs> going around the table, let's introduce the uh, the panel that is here, and uh, then we'll get to this week in outrage. Oh, good. Is the theme. I've, I've got it out for the show. Mr. B. Hey, what's up? Good at outrage. It's great at outrage. <laughs> what? It's like one of my things I'm the best at. <laughs> How are things on hiatus? Well, you're not uh, I don't know. I wake working. up and I, I feel sick every morning. Really? I don't know why. Is that bird still talking to you? Oh, <laughs> uh, Bob? Holy Bob. shit, that bird was talking. Oh, the other day. People he, are asking for a Hey Bob update. Well, uh, the other, he's uh, he saying new stuff. Delicious. Uh, the other day, I'm, I'm sitting there. We're, actually, you heard it uh, outside, too. We're sitting on the front lawn having beers in here. It's your birthday, Bob! <laughs> it's your birthday, Bob? Yeah. Yeah. It's what your is, birthday, Bob! What is this guy teaching that bird? I don't know. It is hilarious, though. Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah. So, goddamn and, and, and Bob. It, and it just lets out weird screams. Yeah. Ah! 
I'd I, kill it. I, I saw a thing it. online, and I, if I ever had a parrot, I would teach it. Uh, Help! I've been turned into a parrot! <laughs> That's what I would teach a parrot. It almost makes me want to get one if they weren't so goddamn loud. And they outlive you, too. Yeah. Then they live they like live 90 forever. years. I don't know. I don't think if I had a parrot, it would outlive me. Yeah. I guarantee you that. Well, I think Team Blackass would eat Oh, I could, buy a, <laughs> I could buy a hamster that'll do that for you. <laughs> Married at the movies over there. The big movie mouth off. Jeff and Jimmy. Killers. Hey, <laughs> what was that? I don't know. Um, <laughs> by, by the way, Shannon, I forgot to congratulate you on the second anniversary of Big Shiny Geek Show Pub Quiz. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That happened, huh? Yeah. Fucking great! Congratulations, yeah. Mr. B. Thanks for, people uh, are so lucky. Thanks for which I have never uh, attended, and I feel terrible. Ooh, you should. We should make no. a team. Yeah, I will. I would like that. to uh, apologize. I got a little slurry at the, la- at the last yeah, one before. The one, the yeah, one that I came did. to. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for. Like, I did a round of a uh, movie montage music. It was pretty good. I'd like that. It was yeah. pretty good. Oh. I should have let you do the rest of the round because I could probably read. Which I was, <laughs> Whoa! It was pretty bad. <laughs> Who gave me this page in Spanish? I specifically said no Cyrillic. <laughs> no words more than four syllables. Uh, the show produced by uh, Triple T, the official designated driver and producer hey. of the Geek Show podcast. Yep. Driving Shannon home after he gets drunk. Oh, nah, My kid's going to do that. That's true. <laughs> Father's Day. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he does. That's like his gift. Do. That's your gift. That's his gift for Father's Day. His gift Day. to you. And, of course... Uh, the heart of the heart of gold. Oh, yes. that's, your studio. So, that's that's very nice. I feel like I can call you Johnny Mac because we've shared an intimate moment. <laughs> he stuck you. I just started that. <laughs> I don't think anybody's I, ever called you I that have before. Never ever. No, that before. no, only Shannon. <laughs> only Shannon. Johnny Mac. <laughs> well, Johnny Mac put it in us. Yeah, that's he, right. He pricked us. He pricked us. <laughs> we've shared put it in you. We've shared it in me. We've shared intimate moments and, nine uh, times at once. It was weird. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Damn. No. I'll never walk right. <laughs> Awkward. I'm so everybody should get their tattoos here. That's what I think. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And I heard... Uh, <laughs> I was, I was, we were talking with John while you guys ran to get uh, the, the delicious bean burrito. Oh, yeah. And, I don't know if delicious is the word. And he says that about... I do. It's about 65 or 70% of the stuff you do is geek-related. I pulled that number out of my ass, but yes. That's a good number. That yes. seems about right, doesn't yeah, yeah. it? I it's believable. So. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, it, it, and and of course, you know, geeks in the Salt Lake area. If you if you haven't, and I, I know a lot of you do, but if you haven't got ink, this the, this is the place to go. This is the guy. I've got Halo sleeves and Legend of Zelda tattoos, and well, they're all out there. Absolutely, a, a Return of the Jedi poster on the wall. That's yeah, right. yeah. That's right. a, a, a T-shirt designed inspired by Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Mm, that's right. The whole store's Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> now, is is this your shelf back here, the the one in the back? Yes, it is. Because there's a, a lightsaber, and I see you've got Forbidden Planet. That's right. Uh, the DVD up there. Uh-huh. Classic. And all of your Boba Fett toys. That's right. And where did you get the El Calafez? Where you... uh, I bought that at Decades. That's great. On State Street. You know what? I <laughs> I saw that at Decades when I was buying some hats, and I nearly bought it. And you wouldn't have it if I had bought it. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So if it's gone, when we're I, done, you know yeah. who took it. Can I ask what's the weirdest geek tattoo you've ever done? Uh, that's that's rough. If you say a flux capacitor, I'm gonna feel weird. I would say I would definitely say Jimmy's is pretty odd. That was an odd choice, but uh, it worked I out. It. I love it. It worked. Yeah, it looks out. great. Well, I don't think any geek tattoo is weird, uh, but I did on uh, a friend of mine, uh, Vader Guadalupe. The what? Lady who? Oh, Lady Guadalupe. Who got Lady that? Guadalupe. Jeff. Oh, Jeff Anderson. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Which he needs to get yeah. finished. 
That's oh, right. That. I don't know if he listens to the show anymore, but God damn it. Jeff so Anderson? But he, didn't, he didn't know that he wanted that because I drew it and then said, hey, get this. And he went, okay. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's the Lady of Guadalupe except it's Darth Vader. Right. And there's a little stormtrooper underneath him. That's <laughs> I got to see that. <laughs> oh, I got to see that. No, Jeff. I saw the drawing of it. It was awesome. Yes. Jeff, I got to see that. That's awesome. Uh, All right. Now, I don't know if you want to even talk, but what is like, wait, wait, wait. you ever just put a tattoo on somebody where you're just like, duh. God, that just you were disappointed minute? in, they, the one that, in the, their choice. One that you you just knew it was wrong to begin with, but they insisted. I imagine there was. That's a loaded question. <laughs> 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 He's a professional. He's not going to tell stories. Yeah. I, I incriminate myself with answering that question. Exactly. Okay. I don't want to. Exactly. I don't want to embarrass or insult anybody. Okay. Exactly. So there was a, such there a was, good guy. He's a pro. You know, there was a time. I, I will turn stuff away if it's racist. Oh or God! If it's. Uh, you know, really like creepy, trashy, drug related, you know, right. juggalo stuff. You won't do juggalo stuff. No, no. That's why I'm not getting a tattoo. Sorry, here. juggalo nation. <laughs> oh, who's going to put the Fago bottle on my arm? Fuck. <laughs> I wanted to get the Fago bottle just right across my dick. <laughs> and he would not do it. <laughs> Shit. I, just, I, I, I think I just lost a bunch of customers. Damn no. It. Potential clients. All three of them. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they don't have any money. Uh, the geeks are going to be lining up to get you to do their stuff. <laughs> and, I, and I want to say something, too, about the shop. Um, uh, it's it's a cool shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't have the feeling of, like, your normal, like, testosterone rage-fueled exactly. Knuckle-dragging. Yeah. <laughs> Knuckle-dragging. Raping a, in the back. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, this is the least rapey tattoo <laughs> shop I've ever had. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Thank you very much. That should be your new ad. <laughs> By, by least Heart rapey. of Gold Tattoo, tattoo. Not, not rapey. rapey. <laughs> not rapey. <laughs> least, uh, this shop isn't really rapey. Shannon <laughs> from Geek Show. Not really rapey at all. <laughs> good good on you. On that note, we should introduce our host. Oh, hey. Oh, oh okay. Hi. The lead, one of the least rapey guys I know. Indeed. Adam Jackson. I, am I rapey a little, Sue? Only when you have rapey time story no. hour. Only when no. rapey time story hour happens. Harry's happens. rapey time story hour. And let's begin. Oh. Rapey time story hour? No. Okay, good. It's kind of creepy, though. Okay. But it's a fascinating article. <laughs> so you've heard of wine pairing with food. Sure. You know, sure, what, yeah. what do you have with certain kinds of food? Like, shampoo, a, like champagne and bean burritos. Exactly. There's, there's, yes. Yes. <laughs> like you do. there's a computer at the liquor store that tells you what goes with what. Exactly. Yeah. There's a whole science to it. Well, science, I should say. It, it, it's not science, but th- there's a whole study. What goes with a hot pocket? So you're wondering, if you're a zombie <laughs> and you want to pair wine... With human flesh, oh, Chianti. Okay. That's a uh, you swamp would think, water. You would think Chianti, Chianti. Pinot Grigio. Uh, so Peanut that's the question: more. is which wine should a zombie choose when eating human flesh? Oh, well, that's awesome. a stupid question. Well, Shannon, they, just, they only have Shannon? the taste for brains, so I'm just going to say some bum wine like Night Train or something. <laughs> oh yeah, MD twenty twenty. What what about you? Would be wrong, sir. What about oh. baby duck toilet wine? Baby duck toilet wine, yeah. Toilet wine. Toilet wine. You would be Wong. You would be Wong. Wong. So they they asked some experts, including Maynard from Perfect Circle and Tool. He has a a, a winery. A winery, yeah. yeah. Uh, Different parts of the body have different textures and flavors, and thus paired better with different varieties of wine. And Maynard knows this because he's eating a human. And Maynard is probably (laughs) eating a human. All right. Maynard says you should try a Pinot Noir. When munching on a human face, 
All right. Dissolve the bath salts yeah. in the wine. Into the wine. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know, just real on a side note, that that guy, he didn't swallow his face. No, he, he just, just chewed it up and spit it out. Motherfucker, you're going to eat my face, you swallow. Yeah. 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 We can't call way. you the can- Causeway Cannibal unless you're actually ingesting. Swallow it. You know. so. If you're ever going to run for president, make sure... That you don't eat someone's face. Yeah. It's just <laughs> and if you idea. do, spit it out. Yeah. If you're, uh, I if ate you're, the face, uh, but I didn't swallow. I didn't, di- <laughs> I didn't digest. I know. Yeah. But this guy's running for mayor. Yeah. By Thanks for later. making the connection for me. <laughs> now, if you're uh, tearing out the tongue, Maynard says you'll want a Shiraz because that's beefier. The tongue is heartier yeah. and is going to have a little uh, gamier of a texture. I find this distasteful. You just need a big wine cellar, apparently. I'd go with a larger Shiraz with some oak in it. Barolo, if you serve it raw. If you serve it raw with olive oil and herbs, you want a Barolo with your tongue. Ooh, it's fucking weird. Of course, if, now, if you're eating... No, he's got it all figured out. If you're eating the nose, you don't want wine at all. Oh. The nose is a beer meat. PBR. Because it's mainly cartilage. And snot. Oh. <laughs> it's not. It's a mare. He says, he says, when you're thinking nose, it's more aligned with like a hot dog or a bratwurst. And that's true of the uh, nose and the lips as well. They're more beer pairing. Right? I would bet the ears too. So then they're kind of like the so, so a good pilsner. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. like the pig's assholes of our face. So <laughs> what exactly? <laughs> exactly. Okay. So I breathe through a pig's asshole. So <laughs> yes, you, you do. Oh I, shit! <laughs> Damn it! So the brains. That's that's the big question. The brains. Now, they, they went to a, uh, a wine shop owner named Damien Caston. Uh, Damien? Damien. And he immediately said, please leave my store. <laughs> he said, if, was, if I was going to eat it, some dude's brains. said, if you're eating brains, you want either a uh, Chenin Blanc from Samur or a Chardonnay from Burgundy. I know that's confusing. They do Chardonnays in I Burgundy. Yeah. But only if you're dining uh, on the brains in a certain delicate fashion. Because... That assumes that you are, of course, simmering the brain in a cream sauce. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, like like you do. They've like thought you do. this through. No zombies. Zombies are not. Oh. They don't cook. They should be like the classiest zombie on the planet. Uh, well, uh, would you like to come over? They, they, for, dinner well, for two. That's the way. <laughs> that's the way brain is mostly prepared. Yes, if if Alton Brown were turned into uh, a zombie, zombies don't prepare not brain. No, no. Not human brain. Not He's human talking brain. About, like animal brain brains. or animal brain. No. You you cook it in the in a cream sauce or yeah. a milk. Alfredo. Bill, <laughs> Bill and Nada's didn't. That's no, right. they did not. They, <laughs> they just slapped it on a plate. It's true. My favorite uh, Marie Claire's is yes. uh, brains and Alfredo sauce. So now, good. simply uh, simply choosing the right human can have a huge effect on flavor. Oh, this is going to get discriminatory God, damn, really this is quick. Weird. <laughs> is it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. This is uh, wine expert Nick Pilates. Pilates. That's about right. Nick. <laughs> good old Nick. <laughs> Mr. N. For For pairing purposes... I would recommend picking a meaty person who has tobacco notes. A smoker, perhaps. <laughs> and they're easier to catch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> is that what we're calling fat people now? Meaty? Meaty. A, a fat smoker. A fat smoker. As well as someone who enjoyed berries throughout their life. Oh, I'll be sure to ask them before I gut them. Also, the lazier, the better. They're more tender. So stick to the couch potatoes and video games. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know what? Mm. Our, <laughs> I, I, I must be delicious. <laughs> I was going to say, our, our, our fan base is in trouble. So people start taking this. I, I know. The lazier, the better. That just means the That's, fatter, the better. You, you know what zombies are thinking? Human veal. 
That's yeah. right. Ooh, yeah. yeah, that's right. Geek Show Podcast, tastiest demographic of them all. They are. <laughs> Uh, so it says, so uh, stick to the couch potatoes and video gamers. Uh, if you want an even broader pairing method, uh, former wine shop owner Lori Chambers Lejour has a simple rule. Just pair the region of the person you're eating with the region of the wine you're drinking. I, so, uh, so weird. I think these people have way too much goddamn time on their hands. Grape flesh, like human, is largely water-based. <laughs> As such, the varietal, as well as what it absorbs through its environment, will be large contributors to how it tastes. Uh, other factors might be age, physical, and health condition. For instance, an overweight woman non-smoker should taste far superior to a muscle-bound man who smokes. This dick tastes funny. So these are all things wow. to think about. See that? That's creepy. Wine is classy. These tits don't go well with my Pinot Grigio. Wine is classy. All Not right. anymore. Not now. Now that we've ruined it. All right. Um, here we go. Now we begin the show. Harumph. No, we're certain. We begin. What was that? That was that was a that was a, a little. That was a hiccup. A little that taste. Was an, okay. that, that was an aperitif. Pre-show. An aperitif. Thank you very much. See, classy. Please. You're classy, Jeff Weiss. You're classy. He's now, this week in outrage begins. Harumph. I've got a list of people outraged over geek-related items, and I don't know which to pick first. Let's just start at the beginning. Because they're all really tasty. Should I start with mine? Do you? Oh, do you have the, an outrage? The, yeah, those Spider-Man <coughs> Crawl Space people. <laughs> what? Huh? It's a they, they, fan site? Is it's a it fan is? site, and they have a podcast, and they do reviews. Okay. Of just Spider-Man stuff? Of Spider-Man stuff, and there's a big, long rant this week from a guy on there who's not going to go see the Amazing Spider-Man movie. It's going to be hard when you have a Spider-Man website. Because (laughs) everyone knows that Mary Jane Watson is the love of Spider-Man's life, and if she's not in the movie, he's not going to see it. He's going to boycott it. Well, then take that, $4.50. I'm going to tell you right (laughs) now, Spider-Man deserves Gwen Stacy, because Mary Jane, she is... Not a good person. Well, here's, yeah, here's the thing. Harry. <laughs> here's the thing is that uh, I don't think that uh, Peter would have dated Mary Jane if not for Gwen. Right. He it's needed to date Gwen to get to that point. Hmm. He needed to love and lose her. Watch her neck to get, get to that point. So watch her neck get snapped. And he, he needed to change before he could even attempt to date a Mary oh, Jane Watson. So what you're saying is Peter and Gwen's uh, romance was abridged. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh yeah. <laughs> Look at you go, buddy. Oh, Look what he did. Yeah. Look what he did. Oh, uh, if you're not familiar, that was a good joke, dude. I stole it from One someone kid's else. Like, ah! oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, these uh, those geeks need to shut the fuck up. Do they? All right, here's, here's some more you people. You have that. a Spider-Man website. How are you not going to see the yeah. Spider-Man movie, you douchebag? Cuz we're that kind of geek. Oh, I hate. Like, I guys, hate that kind. Do you guys remember I said that I wasn't going to go see it if it was an origin story? Yeah, I'm still not. Yeah, of course you're going to go. Yeah. Well, and and no one has as many objections to Amazing Spider-Man as I do. Mm-hmm. But I have already decided I'm going to give that movie four stars simply because those Spider-Man crawl space people fucking hate. You're, you're starting. You're starting at four, and as it goes on, if they make mistakes, then you'll take halves yeah. and quarters right. off. But I'll see. That's you know what? I think the basis of a good review is spite. Instead of, you know, Indeed. Me, wait, you know Absolutely. you're going to keep your integrity but as, Vice as a movie <laughs> journalist. <laughs> Vice got excited. He goes, I'm actually excited to see Martin Sheen as Uncle Ben yeah. after we saw uh, Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. 
He gave a really good performance. How 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 is that movie? By the way, can I, you, you, can oh, you it's out, it's out. Actually, yeah, it's so out we now. can review by it. By the time we read, okay. it's a lot of fun. I, I mean, seriously, the first the, the first minute third, of the film is them sitting in a car and they said the shuttle deliverance has just exploded. We don't know what killing, happened. Killing killing all Earth, the astronauts. Yeah, you know, uh, all hope is lost. We now have twenty one days. And, and I love that the radio station at that point says. So we begin the 21-day countdown to the end of the world, but K-Rock will be rocking it out with you for the next 21 days. Oh, wow. it's, got, it's got such a real feeling to it. Like, they, there's a part where they go to a party. and uh, so, so the plot is... The Earth has ended Earth has in ended. 21 days. There's 21 a big days. asteroid headed. There's an asteroid headed. It, it, uh, the uh, the team of Bruce Willis and, and all those guys didn't stop the asteroid. That's exactly what I thought. Yeah. I was like, this is what if Armageddon failed. Armageddon yeah. failed, yeah. and here's here's the, we start from this and movie. So, okay, and and right. not ruining really much in the first same scene where they're sitting in the car and this happens, Steve Carell's wife is sitting in the passenger seat of the car. She immediately opens the door and runs away. Play, Never comes back. Play, she leaves. Play, play, she leaves. No way. Yeah, play, yeah. Play, played by Steve Carell's real wife, Nancy Wise. Oh, she didn't have a line. Not at all. He just opened the car and ran. So then he's all depressed because his wife left him. And then he's got, like, Rob Corddry's his friend, and they have, like, like parties. And, and then Patton Oswalt's there. And they're like, hey, you want to do some heroin? Let's just do it. Like, who fucking cares? Like, no one gives a shit anymore. And Patton Oswalt comes up and he goes, dude, this thing leveled the playing field. He's yeah. like, girls don't give a shit about getting pregnant. They don't give a shit about, you know, diseases STDs. or AIDS anymore. Like, he's like, we can fuck anything we want. And it's just, it's out of control. <laughs> and, and here's your clincher scene to want to see it. Rob Cordry feeding his small child alcohol. Like an eight-year-old. Saying, drink up, drink up. No, push through the burn. Push, push through the burn. The burn. Oh. Just get through oh, it. Wow. Get Hilarious. It. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun. Keira Knightley's in it. Uh, it, it. It gets soft towards the end. and, and Kind of predictable. Well, yeah, it would. But I'll say this. It's got it's got some oomph behind it, and uh, they don't they don't puss out. So Best Applebee's scene ever. <laughs> what was it called? Frenzies? Frenzies. It was, they, basically, they go into like a Chili's place. So it sounds like we're pretty civilized toward the end. Every oh, They go into this place called Frenzies, and they're just fucking... It's a fucking orgy. They're, it's an orgy in like a Chili's. <laughs> and he's okay. like, so much hey. for that. He's like, hey, you want to do some blow? Join the conga line. Like that. <laughs> they're like doing a oh, birthday wow. conga line. <laughs> All right. It's a fun movie. Uh, how many stars? Three. Three? Is it is half somewhere in there? Is it as fun as the road was? <laughs> yes. Oh, the road was a lot of fun. Yes. The road. Was, <laughs> and, 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 and coincidentally, there's some baby cooking in this too. Oh, okay. Good. The road right. is comedic gold. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right. Here's uh, here's uh, this week in outrage. Uh, I've we've talked about this before. Uh, adoptees are calling for a boycott of the Avengers. Oh, I heard about this. That's absurd. I because of uh, something that Thor, you didn't hear about this. No. Because of uh, what Thor said. Oh, classic line. Yeah, classic line. Yeah. Um, uh, it says, uh, here, "Here's the deals we learned in Thor. Uh, uh, Loki is not really his brother. Yeah. Odin stole Loki from the Frost Giant Father, raised him in Asgard as his own. That revelation drives the drama in Thor and serves as a joke in the Avengers when Black Widow comments that Loki killed eighty people in two days. Thor said, "Well, he's adopted." That's a great line. So funny. I saw it two and a half times. All three times that I saw that joke, the entire theater erupts oh, with it's laughter. A, it's yes, a great line. But, but, yes. they, but they laughed. They didn't go, ha-ha, down with adopted. Down <laughs> yeah. with the adopted. Yeah. Exactly. I'm now, never adopting Carrie, again. <laughs> does it bother you? No. That line? Not at all. It's a funny line. Right. right? <laughs> I'm adopted. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a hilarious <laughs> line. You know, that's what I was just like. I mean, seriously, just I think people just sit around and look for stuff to be pissed no, about. No, they do, they do. And, and like uh, like the uh, Bollywood is pissed off at the Avengers <laughs> because of uh, the scenes where we where we meet the Hulk. 
because it's a it's a poor area. You mean it's realistic? Yeah. Uh, it says when we first meet Mark Ruffalo's uh, uh, incarnation of the Hulk, he's uh, he's laying low in Kolkata, yeah. which is a, a city in eastern India, also known as Calcutta. Calcutta. Uh, living in a shack, tending to local sick people. The introduction scene sets up Banner's reputation, uh, gives us a sense of what he's been going through that's driven him so deep into hiding. That makes him a good person. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good character moment or not, some Indians are less than pleased with the film's portrayal of Kolkata as little more than a slum. Among them, Bollywood actors, including, uh, oh, he's very good, Rit- Ritupama Sengupta, Oh, yeah. He's very good. That's my favorite. Kolkata has a rich culture and heritage. The filmmaker should respect that. Yes, are, because it would add so much more to the scene. There, yeah. are, well, there are two scenes about India that only show slums. It could have been done in better taste. If the Avengers was going to win a Best Picture Oscar, then I'm sure everyone would shut up. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Slumdog Millionaire. And that's my point, is that you guys did it first with Slumdog yeah. Millionaire. So yeah. No, but that was Danny Boyle. That, that, was Danny wasn't, Boyle. that wasn't Bollywood. That was another yeah. white devil did that yeah, one, too. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'll say, well, but every, they, I mean, Fuck. I'll say that New York has a nice, rich you know, culture and heritage, and uh, we blew that fucker up. That's right. So we didn't, we didn't destroy your city. Yeah, look what we did to New York. <laughs> Fuck you. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Here's a, here's a great one. Did it's Detroit a, complain about RoboCop? <laughs> they should. <laughs> no, they don't have any working phones. <laughs> they would if anyone was still there. I was going to say, there's no one left to complain. <laughs> it, De- Detroit's like the MySpace of America. Empty oh, building. Friendster. <laughs> now here's, uh, here's the latest group of outrage. And this one's uh, this one, as I recall, hits close to home. This was a study done here in Utah, I believe. Yes, Brigham Young University. Professor Sarah Coyne. Drinkers are bad people. Wait, what? <laughs> no. Twilight encourages kids to curse. Fuck yeah. What? Be it alleged Satanism in Harry Potter or misogyny in Twilight, uh, uh, the big hits always have their fair share of critics. But uh, according to Brigham Young University Professor Sarah Coyne, the biggest problem with these popular movies is a lot more obvious than themes or storylines. Harry and Bella are giving your youngsters potty mouths. Coyne surveyed 40 books of the adolescent bestseller list found the average of 38 swear words per novel, approximately seven swear words per hour of the average teen reading level. When Hermione calls Harry a cock gobbler, it's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Or Ron calls someone a toss pot. Yes. (laughs) And Loki calls Black Widow a quim. Quim. Mewling quim. Mewling quim. God, I'm so glad they brought that that British slang is so good. It is. (laughs) says, for a kid, Coyne says that that kind of exposure to foul language can have a lasting impression. Unlike almost every other type of media, there are no content warnings or any indication that there's extremely high levels of profanity in adolescent novels. Parents should talk to their kids about what books I, are reading. You know, like, I, wish, I wish to you know... You should just what, be what? thrilled your kid is reading! Yeah. Well, and I, and I wish to know what Brigham Young University survey terms as profanity. Yeah. That's a good question. What, we're swearing now? But my question Tell them is... Fart. All the all your cool swear words you didn't learn from books or movies, did you? No, you heard them in I hallways of school. Oh, I learned school. I, I learned all my swear words from my parents, just yeah. like my kids are learning <laughs> from you. I have a really good story, real quick. Yes. Well, I was going to say, what's your what's your favorite swear word that you learned from your parents? Go. Well, I grew up in a house where the swear words were just the standards, the shit, damn hell, mm-hmm. and an occasional yeah. son of a bitch. Yeah, that's what I got Me those, too. but I learned so, my favorite one from my those from were, my dad. So. Those were not. I grew up, those weren't even, when I first heard fuck, 
or mm-hmm. cunt. I thought those were the worst words ever on yeah. planet Earth. And uh, so, I don't know. I, I don't really have a favorite. So. Because I, I learned all the basics from Dad. Right. And, oh. But but my, it's well, my favorite is God damn it. That's my favorite one. Um, because it's not really actually a swear word, but the one I did learn from him, and it was whenever he was working on the car, I'd learn new swear words from him. Because <laughs> he'd be in there with the wrench and everything. I learned cocksucker. I was going to say yeah. cocksucker, right? Good one. Good. That was the one because he, he, would, he would slip and hit his hand and it would hurt and he'd go, cocksucker. Five-year-old, oh, I was at work. I came home and uh, my wife, she'd made uh, macaroni and cheese or something for my daughter, my, my uh, three-and-a-half-year-old daughter. And she wasn't eating it, and she said, well, uh, are you going to eat your noodles? And my three-and-a-half-year-old little girl says, uh, yeah, in a minute. I, I got a shit ton of stuff to do, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are raising her correctly, my I've friend. I've never said shit ton in front of her. <laughs> you well, it was all, you said that's all on Molly? She, no, Molly, I, we don't know where it yeah. came from, but she said it. Yeah. I got a shit ton of stuff to do. Like, did she have, like, was she reviewing her list? <laughs> that's hilarious. She's yeah. not my kid at all. I love that I'm story. I'm just kidding. Shit ton <laughs> of stuff, Daddy. Shit, uh, I learned. Oh, wow. Like I said a few episodes, well, quite a few episodes ago, I learned the basics from a parrot. So there you go. That's right. The parrot taught you how to swear. The parrot taught me shit and fuck. So <laughs> the big ones. I, the first time I heard my dad say fuck, it was the most earth shattering moment also the ever. First, my, my mom's a southern belle, and the first time I heard her say cunt was pretty good. Ooh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. A, a neighbor was moving out, and she said, So long, cunt. And I was like, And my dad even goes, Whoa, seriously? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, Fucker. Uh, you guys, have, <laughs> wow. you guys, some of you guys have met my dad. Goldenrod. Yeah. yeah. I just, I've learned every swear word on the. Muttered. Man, ugh. Mostly muttered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd, I just remember the first time your you car's let, just fucked, son. That was my introduction to your dad. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's play that game that uh, I forgot his name now at the end of uh, Actor Studio. Your favorite swear word. I said mine was God damn it. Because uh, there's just, you can use it so well. Well, well mine is ironic because it was the first one I used as far as I know. At age two, son of a bitch. Son of a bitch is a good My one. older brother pushed me down the stairs. Mm-hmm. And my mother, of all people, Said to my brother, you little son of a bitch. Which, of course, <laughs> indicts her. Yes. Indicts her. To which, monkey see, monkey do, I said, yeah, you little son of a bitch. There you go. Nice. Favorite swear word? Mr. B? Uh, I mean, motherfucker. I just, you like motherfucker? Yeah. Oh, motherfucker. Right. I, I, I like fuck, but and there's, there's, there's a I, I, Yeah, I also like fuck. Well, fuck is good. Tony, um, you want to weigh in here? Yeah. Never mind. Uh, but one of my Wait, favorites, what? and there's a backstory to this one. Uh, when my dad and my mom were just first getting married, they actually bought one of the first answering machines you could ever get back in the day. And my grandfather, who I never met, he died before I was born, uh, called my my dad and it said, you know, hey, this is so and so. You know, we, we're not here right now. All this, and he was so just irritated by it. He goes, yeah, bullshit. And, and that's when he left on the message. <laughs> He's like, I'm not fucking talking to a machine. Are you kidding me? Bull- and my dad kept the tape. Bullshit is a good one. Oh, yeah, he kept the tape until I've heard my grandfather, ah, bullshit. <laughs> John? Favorite uh, swear? I, I think I'm going to cop out. I, you know, I, I'm really fond of it's kind, of, it's kind of British, but it's the Americanized British. I'm really fond of uh, just saying, ah, balls. Balls. Balls, balls. Yeah. yeah. Balls is good. For sure. All right. That's classy. Yeah. You're classy. Balls. Let's have some champagne. Classy. <laughs> Let's have some champagne and swear. Champagne. Because we're classy. 
All right, more on this week in outrage coming up after these. After these messages, we'll be right back. Swarzies. Hey there, digital comics fans. You say you just can't make it to the store every Wednesday. You prefer buying digital instead of hard copies. You wish you could help out our brick-and-mortar friends at Dr. Bolt's Comic Connection. Well, a harmonic convergence is happening now. You can buy your digital comics through the Dr. Bolt's website, and everybody wins. You get your comics on your magic device, and Dave and the boys at Dr. Bolt's get to wet their beak. Have a taste. Get some love. You know we here at Geek Show Podcast love them. They are the friendly comic book store in town, after all. Hey, I'll miss seeing you there every Wednesday at 2043 East, 3300 South. But this way, they get the love. Between the DC New 52 and the Avengers vs. X-Men, it's never been a better time to be a comic book fan. Walking Dead Comics, all your indie stuff, they're all at drvolts.com. That's drvolts.com. Or if you forget, there's a link on geekshowpodcast.com. Just be sure to tell them Geek Show says Excelsior. Hey, this is Jake the Computer Guy from PC Laptops. It's our Ultra Mega Deluxe Super Crazy Blowout Sale on the best desktop and laptop computers on the planet. We have demo models, open box, scratch and dents, and new models for up to 50% off the original prices. Got an old clunky computer that kind of smells funny? No problem, we'll buy it from you and apply it towards your new computer. We'll transfer all your data for free with our lifetime service guarantee. That means if you get a virus or spyware or if your Windows is completely obliterated, you're covered. That's ultimate peace of mind that you simply can't get anywhere else. In fact, we're so good, if we can't fix it, we'll buy it from you. And to make it extra sweet, we're doing zero down, zero interest for a whole year. OAC, get into any one of our eight locations right now. Call us right now at 1-877-596-SAVE or check us out at PCLaptops.com. That's PCLaptops.com. Because at PC Laptops, we love you. This is the broken news for two reasons this time around. First of all, broken because you've got the internet and you probably know all about this stuff, so this is more for lazy people. But also broken because most of the panelists are broken. It was uh, Jimmy's uh, last last night, fifth annual slip and slide party. Let's get sloshed. And, uh, yeah. Mission accomplished. My my lovely wife woke up covered in bruises. Really? And for the first time, I was able to say it was not my fault. I just... I fell down the stairs. Yeah. Slip and slides. Oh, God. Slip and slides will do that. She, she, was, she was in the pool, and she's like, you could not get me on that fucking slip and slide for the life. You know, it's not happening. And then about 30 minutes later, her and Kat are yep. wrestling down it. And yep. She became the queen of the slip and slide. She, uh, she did well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, uh, now, she was wearing a, uh, a strapless uh, mm-hmm. bikini top, yeah. Uh-oh. which she says was actually a better idea than the other one because she said her strap one would have uh, there would have been slippage uh, was it a wardrobe malfunction i don't know how that's possible I, it would seem to me scientifically that the strapped one would yeah would hmm. be greater for support oh, but and, uh, girls with some i just boots. like to apologize mr jackson for uh, telling you that i wanted to see your wife's boobs it's all right it's all right <laughs> ultimate compliment i paid uh, compliment. i paid good money so it's, uh, <laughs> show those off <laughs> honey honey could you see my could you show my investment could you please come on you know hey right, let's hurry and get this over with i gotta go home and really uh, write radio from hell that's right 
I'll introduce uh, the panelists that are here for Broken News. Uh, to my right, uh, Shannon Barnson, the man who scripts every episode of my radio show. Every single episode. It's, none of it is ad lib at all. It is all entirely Secret. scripted. He's the Larry David yeah. of it. He's That's just, awesome. Yeah, I amazing. let the cat out of the bag last night. He's, at the, he's, at the thing, so. It's been a mystery for years. I know. He's working on the story arc for the fall right now. It's When's not quite sure coming? what to do. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll negotiate. Uh, also, the big movie Mouth Off Boys are here. Jeff, <sighs> Jeff and Jimmy. I'm, wa- I'm wearing sunglasses inside. And, oh, I'm wearing a mustache <laughs> inside, <Jesus>. like, you, <laughs> like you do without shame. <laughs> All right, I got. Um, uh, we we are going to review Spider Man, but I do have yeah. some uh, some broken news. We'll we'll uh, review Spider Man at the end of this. But uh, here's uh, the weekend box office report. Um, Ted. Yep. Nice. Really surprised the world. Yeah. Um, I thought it would. I'm... At this point, uh, we're recording this on Sunday afternoon. Uh, the latest uh, uh, BO report I have says that uh, it's a 54.1 mil. Shit. It made um, back its production budget in three days. And, and it's also a record holder now. Uh, it's, uh, of course, if it's an R-rated comedy, yeah. which is odd, you know, they say. I don't think it is, frankly. Um, well, you limit your audience. That's the thing. That's that's what they say. But uh, it it broke records in that it is the first. Oh, I, I wish I'd have written this down properly. The first non sequel R rated comedy to do this well. It beat The Hangover. Yes, but didn't beat The Hangover two. Didn't beat The Hangover two because it's it's a non sequel. Yeah. That's that's the that's the title. Non sequel R rated comedy. I can tell you, it beat The Hangover two. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go see it tomorrow. You're gonna love it. Yeah, yeah we, we need to said. go see that. Yeah. Uh, but I'll, but I'll, also, I'll, also did okay. <laughs> Magic Mike, did you want to go see that tomorrow as well? No, <laughs> no, don't want to see the stripper. You want to get a broner? I don't want to get a broner. <laughs> which made which made thirty eight? I think uh, thirty nine point two. Yeah. So so here's the thing about Magic Mike: it made half of its money on Friday. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it was front loaded and is dropping like a stone now. Um, it is All the, the chicks went and saw it. It is yeah. the first time in history that two R-rated movies opened north of twenty million on the same weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. look at that! People are going back to the movies. I guess apparently. there's an adult. Adults go to movies. Yeah, adults go to movies. But exactly. Weird. Well, for the first time in box office history, four mm-hmm. films all made ten million dollars or more on Friday. Hmm. Nice. Ted, Magic Mike. Brave and Tyler Perry's Medea's Witness. Medea did Jesus. 26.4 mil. Ah, Jesus Christ. Have you seen that preview that he's coming out like Tyler Perry's going to be like uh, an action star now? Really? It's with uh, Matthew Fox. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, uh, I, I saw nah. that too, yeah. It's but called just, Who Gives a Shit. I was like, Tyler, you're not doing it. Wow. Tyler Perry's Medea's 48 and He hours. says he's going to make a science fiction movie now too. <laughs> Keep your fat suit on. Because he didn't like Prometheus. Is why he said I didn't like Prometheus, so I'm going to make science fiction. Movie. Oh, good. Medea, I don't, I don't Tyler, really t- Tyler Perry's Medea's Battlef- Battlefield Earth. I, yeah, <laughs> perfect. There you go. Up, it's called Medea gets shot out of the airlock. Uh, oh yeah, here's here's the numbers. Uh, a Hangover scored top opening uh, was uh, 45 million. Mm-hmm. Oh, a, it knocked it pretty uh, good in 2009, but uh, Ted beat it. So uh, that's a way to go, Seth MacFarlane, the man who, if I could trade places with anyone, it would be Seth MacFarlane. Right? Oh, I would. He slept with Eliza Dushku <sighs> and Mila Kunis. I mean, he slept with everybody. Uh, yep. All right. Anyway, so there's that. Okay. Um, let me. G- oh, oh, Highlander. I wish Lee was here because uh, the Highlander is is Lee's favorite. Sci-fi thing. Yeah. yeah, I still have fond memories of him standing up in the middle of trolley corners during Highlander 2, where it was revealed 
that the Highlanders were extraterrestrials after... From the planet Zeist. From mm-hmm. the planet Zeist, therefore undoing everything that we knew and loved about them from Highlander 1. And Lee George Cade stood up in trolley corners, loudly yelled, This is bullshit! And walked out. <laughs> well, I wonder how he'll feel about uh, the new Highlander. It's been cast. Connor, Connor McCloud has been cast. I saw that. It's, it's Tyler, Tyler Perry. Perry. <laughs> Tyler Perry is your next Highlander. Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. No, Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Eh, you know. Uh, I guess you can... I, I like Ryan Reynolds. I do, too. You know, I, I really wanted that Deadpool movie, though. But... Uh, Wait, doesn't Ryan Reynolds show up somewhere in Ted? Is that right? Yes. Okay, don't say what. Yeah. Okay. Um, don't say what. Don't say what. Not playing so, Ryan Reynolds, by the way. So he is, um, he is the new Highlander. He is Connor McCloud. Yeah. And, well, and for the... Uh, let's be fair. For those who go, oh, he's just jock bro making jokes all the time, Van Wilder, blah, blah. Watch Safe House. Yeah, he's really good in Safe he's, House. He's a straight action hero. He, I think in he's Safe great House. in uh, X Men Wolverine. Is that what the one he was in? Is well, it? yeah, he yeah. was when he the mouth is bullshit was stupid, but yeah. the, the first but, intro. But that's him? not him anyway. What the, the mouth? The, 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 the mouthless uh, version of Deadpool is not Ryan Reynolds. Oh, okay, but him as Deadpool was yeah. awesome. I thought he was hilarious. He was terrific. So uh, maybe he'll do something like hey, that. That's the only reason to watch Blade trilogy. Oh God, <laughs> who's going to be the Kurgan? Yes. Uh, I don't know. I guess they needed to cast the lead first. Hulk Hogan. Uh, he an excellent choice. <laughs> Let's let me get Hollywood on the phone because you know they listen to us, right? <laughs> they, sure do. They, they listen to this show. And who's going to be the Scottish Spaniard? Um, I've got other casting. Who? Um, how about Will Arnett as Batman? He's got the voice. How about Channing Tatum as Superman? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It's for the le- the Lego Movie. Um, the Lego movie will feature cameos from... But, and it's going to be a big screen. Big screen Lego movie. Really? Featuring yeah. cameos of Batman as, you know, Will Arnett as Batman. What? Which oh, is so, funny. So, so, yeah. so that's how Warner Brothers is going to get their Justice League movie. Exactly. Yeah, I'm about to say. So, One way or another. But it's not Justice League Legos. It's just a Lego movie with them in it. It's, 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 uh, I've got the plot of the movie here. Let's see. Um, they're casting people left and right. Uh, 21 Jump Street directors Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Are directing uh, cl- it. Cloudy, like- also cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Okay. They're good. The project takes place in an animated Lego world, but does have its live-action components. The studio and the, and the producer. Okay, uh, Chris Pratt is starring as Emmett, an ordinary, law-abiding, rules-following, perfectly average Lego minifigure who is mistakenly identified as the most extraordinary master builder. He is then drafted into a fellowship of strangers on an epic quest to stop an evil tyrant from gluing the universe together. Okay. <laughs> a journey for which Emmett is As hopelessly and hilariously underprepared. Uh, the movie will have its cast and character, its own cast and characters, but it will feature cameos of well-established Lego brand, such as uh, Batman and Superman from DC. Uh, they're offering Channing Tatum Superman, but boy, he's awfully busy. Not sure if he can go and stand in a room for an hour yeah. and read. Make $20 um, million. Dollars. Also, uh, other characters <laughs> that will appear, Yoda and Indiana Jones. All right, all right. Lego versions. Cool. Yeah. Ooh, Shannon just cast them as both as Matthew McConaughey, apparently. Yeah. All right. All right, then. I'm, la- I'm Indiana Jones. See, I love projects like that where they can, like, well, they've always been talking about whether we're going to get, like, Avengers and X-Men together. You know, mm-hmm. if you can put your egos aside mm-hmm. and, you know, share some cash. Th- then you get things like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Uh, really quickly here, um, I need my comic book guy. Okay. Big Hero 6. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys know of this? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, uh, it, they're associated with Alpha Flight. Yeah, it's like a ja- it's a Japanese super team. They will be Disney's 
next Marvel project. Disney's. Mm-hmm. It will be animated. Huh. It will be an animated film based on Big Hero 6. Hmm. That could be cool. So it is, right. a, it, it is the first Disney animated Marvel film. I thought it was an odd choice. Kind of. Uh, with all of the characters that they could choose from, I thought it was an odd choice. And yeah. they're not really well known. They're not known hardly at all. I, right? I, see, I would have expected more. They would have gone the power pack route or run. I thought, yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought they would too. Big Hero Six group of heroes assembled by the Japanese government, and they've battled various kinds of monsters over the years. Is, Kaiju is the, is the kind of thing. So there you go. Uh, that's uh, that's the first uh, animated cartoon. I was. We'll see. Flummox? I guess huh. odd choice. Just like I think. Getting into the bigger news here. Odd choice for the next <laughs> big Marvel movie. Now, we talked about it here on this show mm-hmm. a couple of times. I honestly didn't think that they would go Guardians of the Galaxy. I did. I did. I, I think what you... Enjoyed. I thought that was going to be the animated movie. I thought that we'd be reading that their first animated Disney movie would be... Yeah, would Rocket, be Rocket, Rocket Raccoon and Groot. Exactly. But this is... The movie that will lead to Avengers two, mm-hmm. it's going to go. Well, you got uh, Thanos in it. So. Yeah, you've got Thor two. No wait, what's shooting now? Iron Man three, mm-hmm. yeah. then Thor two, then Cap two, then Guardians and then Guardians of the Galaxy, which will two. lead to Avengers two. I thought it was a really odd choice, but I and and risky. Yeah, well, and, I think and, so too. And, but and, I think and, they think they can walk on water now, right? I think they can. That's what I think is going on here. Is a little bit of hubris. Yeah, they think, oh, we'll make them love them. It's a I, really odd group. It's odd, I mean, but it's... Well, it'll, well, it'll well let's be fair. This is the second group of Guardians of the Galaxy. It's not the, not the Vance Astro, yeah. Charlie That's something I, I don't know is which, which cast it is. Oh, it's, it's, no, it's, it's, the, it's got to be the more current yeah. one that has Star-Lord because and they already, uh, and They already introduced him on the cartoon. Okay, so run it down for me. They're going to have to have a trained who raccoon. Is, who, who, who is in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, this current one has Star-Lord. Now tell me about Star-Lord. Uh, he well, at, at one, yeah at, at one time he had powers and a sentient ship, but now he's he, he's just an ordinary dude with with big guns and armor. Okay, it, it, in in space he's pretty kick ass. Shoot though. him up, guy. Yeah. Though, yeah, yeah. essentially he, shoot okay. first. Shoot right. first. Ask questions later. Okay. Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock. I'm sort of familiar with. Explain. Uh, he was an artificial creation. He's orange skin. He actually possessed one of the soul gems at one time. Okay. He, okay. He, he had the green one. Okay, so this this will help lead to if they do the Infinity Gauntlet for well, yeah, he storyline for he, Avengers two. He and Th- Thanos actually killed Adam Warlock, and then Adam Warlock came back and killed Thanos. So oh. they've got a complicated uh, relationship. Drax the Destroyer. Drax the Destroyer is a big muscle guy that was he, created to destroy Thanos. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't know that's why he was created. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Gamora, the green skin ex girlfriend of both. Star Lord and Adam Warlock. Okay. Now she's a killer assassin. All right. She's hot. Yeah. Uh, Moon Dragon was also in it. Phi Lavelle, who's the daughter of Captain Marvel. I as, bet you'll get like four of these. As, as, yeah. as, as well as Bug, was, who was also in Micronauts. Oh, I hope Bug. He was a Micronaut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, and I'm really hoping these two will be in Guardians of the Galaxy, Rocket Raccoon and Groot. I think you can't do Guardians of the Galaxy without Rocket Raccoon. Yeah. I mean, the appeal is to... A talking it's, toy, it's raccoon. So, it's so toyetic. Yeah. It's, it has to happen. We are living in a time where you're about to spend, what, $150 million on a fucking raccoon? Talking <laughs> raccoon with a gun. <laughs> with a giant gun. I hope they have... I the, love it. I hope the dog. <laughs> oh, uh... Oh, the, the Russian dog. The I Russian, love that. The I Russian that cosmonaut dog. dog that, I love that fucking that dog. That could speak psychically. Yes. <laughs> it, it, and it, he has a Russian it, accent. It, and he has a cone. Yeah. He has a cone around what? his neck. 
I mean, I'm with you. I'm, odd choice. It's really risky but, but, and odd. But if you do it right, because I'm trying to imagine shit. Downey Jr. having scenes with a talking a raccoon. raccoon. That's where I'm drawing it. See, that's that's yeah. where I'm like a Thor and the raccoon cap and Groot. I it it's it's just too fucking weird yeah. for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I know my head around. We'll get to the reviewing later, but that's the thing. When I was watching Amazing Spider-Man, though. There were still little scenes right there, and I'm like, I could see if they, you know, if they put their egos aside, I could see Hell. this Spider-Man standing next to uh, Robert Downey Jr. And, yeah, I could and, see and that. Fucking getting, I really did. getting crazy with it. So uh, Edgar Wright has shot some footage, test footage for an Ant-Man film. <laughs> so what it'll be is these are the, I guess, Avengers storyline uh, movies, the mm-hmm. big tent poles. Marvel's also going to be making several small films, including Ant-Man, and they're also working on Black Panther. Right. So uh, they won't be part of the Avengers universe necessarily uh, in the storyline leading up to Thanos and Avengers 2, but I, they'll have their own little standalone yeah, I, films. Yeah, I, I think Guardians of the Galaxy will have enough where it's a, a tie-in, though. So we'll see. That's, that's such an odd choice to me. I, it just It's still blowing me away. I'm trying to see <laughs> Downey Jr. go back and forth with a talking raccoon. I. <laughs> It, uh, yeah. All right, I'm but, excited for it. But, but that being said, Marvel cast Ryan Gosling as Star Lord right now. Well, good choice. I'd go see that. All right, let's get to reviewing the Amazing Spider-Man, which is not Spider-Man Four. No, no, it is uh, a complete uh, reboot. Spider-Man New, a restart. Yeah, and uh, we all saw it. Yeah, who wants to start? Uh well, Vice, you want to? Want us to talk about it? And you want to just yell mm-hmm. at us? You, no, I'm not. Because <laughs> I, I have. Well, well first off, uh, it's Mark Webb who made 500 Days of Summer directing. Yes. Uh, three credited screenwriters, including Steve Cloves, Alvin Sargent, who you might actually remember was credited as writing Spider Man 1 and 2. Uh, the Raimis. Yes. Okay. And James Vanderbilt, who wrote Zodiac. Okay. Uncredited, however. With dialogue touch-ups that are clearly very obvious, I'll say. very, very obvious, yeah. especially if you've seen the show, you'll recognize the tone and timbre of dialogue from Paul Feig, the guy who helped co-create Freaks and Geeks. And uh, we know. told we told you about that on on this show uh, when it was going down, yeah. because they felt that the dialogue between the it needed zing, it needed to sound like it was coming from a high school kid. Yeah. So uh, they, yeah. he came in, punched it up. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah and, and you should because, I mean, as, as good of screenwriters as Alvin Sargent and uh, James Vanderbilt are, they don't have that sort of voice to their dialogue. And, and it showed. I, it was just, I thought, uh, terrific, uh, the, the interplay in, in the high school hallways and between Peter and Peter Gwen. And Gwen uh, it, it showed. Even, yeah. even the interplay between uh, Peter and Aunt May and Uncle Ben. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, was, it was clear. Uh, that the, someone who understands kids is Punched writing this, right. yeah. yeah, and he did a terrific job. Well, and that's the. I mean, if, if we're going to start it off, uh, okay. Here, the, I think I went back after we watched it because words were said after the screening, <laughs> and I was ready to fight y'all. Yeah, well, I was ready to fight. Of, I think more of Shannon's comment, uh, and I was like, all right, I'm going to go back and watch one and two. Fuck three, I don't care. We all know it's not good. Yeah, because uh, I was like, after first watching it, it's a better origin story. It's a better one. I think it's better than one. But it's very close. Now, when I say it's better than one, I don't. It's not that I think one's bad, mm-hmm. right? So I had, I had to start like nitpicking, you know, like mm-hmm. kind of putting putting everything toe to toe. Uh, he's a better Peter Parker for and sure. Andrew Garfield I, is a very it's a much better actor than Tobey Maguire. Oh, and, and I, well, in, in the Spider, no, no, no. You're saying he's a better movie, better actor in the Spider-Man movies. 
Or are I, you saying, like are you saying overall? I like him in general. Because I, I might throw down on that one, too, because watch Tobey Maguire in things like Brothers. Oh, no. Tobey Maguire is yeah. a great actor. very, very good actor. I think, I think, what, actor. I think, I think what Jimmy was saying is... I think what Jimmy was saying as Peter Parker... Yeah, just put yeah. it in context. Oh, no, don't yeah, don't yeah. say he... It sounds like you're saying he's a shitty actor. No, 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 no. Tobey Maguire no. is not a shitty actor. No. I don't think anybody's saying that... You can't say that. That nothing is Anything is bad in... Uh, part yeah. one but, and two of, of but, it's but, just you have to kind of go back and forth, huh. right? Uh, the relationship between Mary Jane and Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy and Peter Parker is bar none better than Amazing Spider-Man. I agree. Uh, Emma Stone is and adorable. I will stand by this. God, oh, she's first of all, she's gorgeous. Just uh, Shannon, Shannon but, kept nudging me, going, "Look at her boots! Look at her boots! Boots and skirts! Boots and skirts and the headband!" Yeah. yeah. Um, I will say, and this will, I will stand by. Emma Stone can fucking act circles around Kirsten Dunst. I think we can agree on yeah, that. Yeah. That is, yeah, she's yeah. great. Um, but their chemistry, although, although, although I'm sure Kirsten Dunst would go, "Well, I've got an Academy Award nomination." Just, just don't Whatever. bite my neck. <laughs> um, uh, but I think the relationship is what kind of seals the deal for me in that in that aspect. Because if we're going the direction, I mean, I don't know how much we want to kind of give away. Well, we don't even know if we're going in the direction of to kill Gwen Stacy. I will be crying in the, oh, second, I will die. In the second film. Uh, for the uh, Gwen Stacy uh, in the in, comic, in the comic books, comics, yes. Uh, dies at the hand of the Green Goblin. Yeah. Um, in in a very classic comic, you yeah. you should go to Doctor Volts and, and pick it up. I'm well, sure they have a copy. Of actually, it. they have a trade now called trade. Uh, the Death of the Stacys. The Death of the Stacys. Terrific. Pick it up. Yeah. Uh, because that we think is going to be your Spider-Man Two. Yeah. Amazing Spider-Man Two. Excuse me. Um. Uh, but uh, yeah. So they established the relationship. Um. It's amazing. In this, I believed no it. I totally believed it. Yeah, I, I, I got the this. You know, he was so goddamn shy he couldn't talk to her, yeah. and she wanted him to talk, but he wouldn't. But she didn't know how. It, it, it was so. It was believable. And to the me. reason, yeah, the reason I think it's believable too is because Mark Webb directed Five Hundred Days of Summer, ah. which is a beautiful com- a romantic comedy yeah, with Joseph go. Gordon-Levitt and um, is it Zoe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Although I wanted to punch Zoe Deschanel in the face. That yeah. whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a great film, though. He knows relationships. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I just I remember thinking about there's a scene where uh, they're talking in the, in the school's hallway, mm-hmm. and she does this little spin like that, like because she's just so nervous, you know. And then there's another part where he's sitting in her bedroom and he just can't even look at her, like he's just like yeah. he's so shy around it. I'm like, they're in so much love, you know. And it's funny because Kat's like, well, they're really dating in real life. And I go, I could see that easily, you know. Oh, I didn't know I, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, problems. It's the villain. I just the lizard doesn't draw me in that much, but J- you know what? Yeah. No, one's Green Goblin is pretty stupid. Yeah, the I, fucking Power Ranger suit is awful. Mm-hmm. I I gotta say I'm I'm I'm, I'm with you on that. I, but I, I like I William Defoe. Yeah. as uh, Osborn. Defoe as Osborn is great. Oh, he's great compared yeah. to um, oh, what's Reese Evans. Reese Evans, oh, Welsh actors, you know yeah. Connors. Um, but <laughs> then I then I said, you know what seals the deal that Amazing is better than number one? Uh, Macy Gray. Uh-oh. Oh, there's no, there's no Macy Gray, huh? <laughs> yeah. no, oh, I'm sorry. No uh, Macy Gray? Just, there's shit in that movie. I mean, I like, don't get me wrong, I like one. But there's this shit in it that dates it horribly. Uh, you know, well, that, it, well, well, and we talked about this, and, and you said... And I'm not saying the CGI, well, no, 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 exactly. Yeah. Well, duh. And I mean, if you're going to compare it like that, no, that's just a stupid... No. But, but Jimmy and I, and he said, described things that happened in Spider-Man 1 as being corny. Now, I have a theory on this. How you prefer Spider-Man 1 and Amazing Spider-Man falls to this. Mm-hmm. Which comics version of Spider-Man you like better? Yeah. I, do I, you like Amazing yeah. Spider-Man better, or do you like Ultimate Spider-Man? And my theory is 
uh, you guys like the more realistic. I, yeah, I do. Ultimate Spider-Man tone because yeah. Amazing Spider-Man comics, even though this is called Amazing Spider-Man, could have been called Ultimate Spider-Man because yeah. it's a lot more like that. Yeah, I don't know though. I, I, uh, it, it it is, but it I, is. I don't know. It is. Well, I've, you know, I've read both. Don't tell me. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Spider-Man expert, so fuck off, dude. Whatever. <laughs> I never no, can tell here's what I like. I liked him as Peter Parker because he was. Uh, Peter Parker's always been like, oh, he kind of covers up all his pain with his jokes and stuff like that. Mm. But Peter Parker's a fucking miserable son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. He really is. Right? He's got a real dark side, but he's also, you know, he, he's funny and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I think they really did a really good job. But I think oh, no, I, no, no. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. And I just and, think, and, and I think Tobey Maguire as Peter Parker was just kind of a doofus. He, he is. But I, 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 again, <laughs> I, I, I really do think it that the Sam Raimi first Spider-Man is more, especially in tone with the Stanley, Steve Ditko, and Stanley and John Romita Sr. comics than this is. And this oh, is, this I, is, yeah. this is more in line with Bendis. And, oh, I agree with I, you. I, I, it, and I mean, again, again, that, and see, I love the Stanley more than I love the Brian Bendis. Exactly. Uh, and by the way, let me just say, it may sound like I'm poo-pooing. I liked the movie, and I'm going to give it three stars, but I have a major, major problem with the movie. And I talked to Carrie about this yesterday. If there had been five more minutes of the lizard, it would have ruined the movie for me. Mm-hmm. Like seriously ruined. And that's it. and that was I, Jimmy's problem. Yeah, it was the, the one. But. Especially because he's there as a plot device and not as a character. They could have dropped any villain in there because there's no yeah. motivation, no character development for the villain whatsoever. Some really bad well. CGI. No, I, I, you're uh, you're establishing the relationship. Uh, you you need him to establish the relationship that that will be revealed eventually between Peter's parents and Norman Osborn. Apparently, they're tied in. They, they're tied in somehow. So you needed uh, which which again Kurt by Connors the, to, to yeah. do which that. again by the way ties in yeah. with the Ultimate Spider-Man exactly. But, but I really thought the lizard was it weak, was weak sauce. And yeah. by the way, for those who hate the parts where uh, Willem Dafoe as Norman Osborn's talking to himself in, in Spider-Man 1, <laughs> yeah. get ready for Reese yeah. Evans talking to himself as the lizard, well, which is fucking god It was pretty dumb. He's like that, and that's what we were talking about that too, is because a lot of people hate that scene with William Dafoe. I actually like it. I, I, think I, I, I do too. I love it's, how it's, yeah. it's, just, it's really funny. Whereas it's in Amazing Spider-Man, Reese Evans is just sitting there on a fucking bed like God. with you know monologue in his head, dumb. Um, but I'll I, say this though, because <laughs> Shannon's comment is what fired Vice up right after we saw it, and it was <laughs> that it's the best one of all of them. And I don't think that's true. I think two is better in the sense because Doc Ock is an amazing fucking villain. Yeah, yeah. and um, I was thinking about it. I might have to watch two again yeah, because and I'll say it's all the, the certain moments too. I mean, the subway moment uh, after you know it's intense as hell. And then don't, when, wor- don't worry, we won't tell anybody who that, you are. It almost makes you want to cry. And, you know? and, and Aunt May has a really great speech to, and, to, mm-hmm. to Peter about mm-hmm. how the world needs Spider-Man. Too. Yeah. Again, it, again, it's uh, I'll grant you, it's old-fashioned and it's corny, but that's the kind of thing I love. And 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 the more realistic approach, I'm I'm fine with it. But and see, it's not well, the Spider-Man I just, that but I grew I'll say up this, loving. As, two is, yeah. as much as two is better is if you if. If this amazing Spider-Man stays on the right, right. track, right? The there's, po- there's potential, especially if especially if Sony will not fuck with. If, with I mean, with I'm just saying that. that's, they, that's if my end two with the death of Gwen Stacy. Yeah. it's like you were saying the other day. It's like your Empire Strikes Back. Exactly. Your then, your second act needs to be dark and end with a, a tragedy, which mm-hmm. would be the death of Gwen Stacy. And, which means your Amazing Spider-Man three would be, 
Spidey getting the Goblin, right. which would just be fucking awesome. But, yeah, but what a great trilogy that yeah. would be. And, and let me just say this. If they are going to do the Goblin again, please, for the love of God, Sony, do not fuck with them and make them do the ultimate Green Goblin where he's a big Hulk. Oh, like he's like a big gargoyle? That, that, that throws fire. No. Like, just have him be the fucking be, Green Goblin. Be, yeah. the, be the Green Goblin. Please but don't do the I, ultimate I version. hate to say it, though, but if, if we're looking at the lizard and the way he was changed, I know. that's what they'll do. I know. Yeah. But, and I'm, that worries but me But this movie, uh, uh, let, me, let me just throw a few theories out here. Sure. At you. <laughs> um, I'm going to equate the original Spidey trilogy, the, uh, the Raimis. Mm-hmm. I'm going to equate that with... Tim Burton's Batman movies, okay, they're they're up a little, you know. Even though the Tim Burton Batman movies are allegedly dark, yeah, and for the time perhaps they were, sure, they were still awfully bouncy, campy, campy, happy go lucky in a way, which is the way I kind of see the Raimis. Like you were saying, it's Ditko, it's Lee, Uh Um, it's because that Peter was Garsh. You know, he was one of those guys. (laughs) He's almost Archie. Exactly. He's a, a perfect example. Yeah. So that's the way I see the the Raimi Spideys in my mind. Naturally, we had to have a progression. Yes, only five years, but uh, we we did get the progression. We needed a more edgy, grounded, grounded, realistic, realistic mm-hmm. Spider Man. And so I think that's what they're looking at. They're not going as dark as Dark Knight, obviously, oh, they but can't. they are going darker. Yeah. And and I welcome that. Frankly, I think it's just terrific. I sure. I loved this well, movie. I, I'm giving it four stars. I loved it too. Um, yeah. And I would I, say rush out and see it. I, the Spider Man stuff is so cool. And the Spider Man stuff is yeah, really is. fucking a. Yeah. Uh, and I really liked the relationship. And, and Jeff's going to disagree with me on this. I really liked the relationship between this. Uh, Aunt May and Uncle Ben. Yeah. I thought we finally got some good meat with them. I think uh, Martin because, Sheen was a much better Uncle Ben. And the it, other guy's great. Yeah. Don't get me Cliff, wrong. Cliff just, Robertson, by the way. It's just the way that they were written in the Raimi version, they were just kind of there. Oh, especially uh, Uncle Ben. You know, we, we did get a lot of Aunt May, but I'm, I'm talking as a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, as a couple, he was just kind of there. He was the father figure. We, we never really heard why... Aunt and uncles raising Peter. We never got into yeah. that. Get into it in this movie, and uh, we we learn the motivations, and we see some parenting from Uncle Ben. Besides yeah. a nice speech before dying. Yeah. yeah. Um, and see, that's the thing too. I thought the death. I watched it again on one, and I think the death of Uncle Ben in the first one is kind of cheesy. It and it and it's, li- it's it's corny and old fashioned, like, but, yeah, but, but, but 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 see, it's. It's more what I remember from the comics. Yeah, it, 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 it well, really exactly. is. It's, just, it's I mean, Lee Ditko, and you're talking about darker. I mean, Martin, when Martin she dies in this one, he's dead. Yeah, like he's on the sidewalk. Yeah, there's no last him. words. Um, Which and, I think is well, obviously no, darker. no, no, no. There are last words, not from him on the cell phone message later. Well, yeah. oh yeah, that's that's so good. Good. no, no death speech is what I'm saying. Uh, see, I thought that was a cheat. Um, I thought that was. I thought I thought that was. Cool. Uh, it, I thought it was it, 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 pretty it, emotionally impactful, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. See, see, it didn't have as much to me because it. I, I teared up. And there is the one argument I kind of I kind of want to get your opinion too. Is that they didn't say with great power comes great responsibility. I was glad they didn't. I am too. Because, because I think it's a kind of a double-edged sword. It would have been like, where do we fit this in? You know, is is I would have been watching it and going, the filmmaker had to fit it in, I guess. And it seems like he kind of rammed it in here. Yeah. I was everyone knows that mantra, and yeah. I and well, I think that it's said without saying those words. And, the, and it's beautifully spoken yeah. in the first movie. But I think you just you, you say that in amazing, and you're immediately going to go, oh, okay. well, well, then it turns then it turns into a remake. But but, but yeah. Yeah. here's the other thing yeah. I want to say though too is the. I, we were watching the trailers, remember? The early trailers, and we're mm-hmm. like, oh my god. They're making this dark, broody oh, Spider-Man god, movie. Seriously. We were like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. And it's not like that at all. 
the scene it, like, it is and it isn't yeah, yeah. but it's not where you, I no, was no, expecting no, no, the no, nine to five right. I mean like yeah. with the car theme that's what yeah. they looked that's yeah. what it oh, looked God, like yes, that was that, coming it, no, I mean, he, it's still a fun he yeah. has a great time when he's Spider-Man he yeah. really does and uh, this was an interesting thing uh, one of the people who uh, was at that screening a media person said I thought it was odd that and this is again I want you to think about this this is the mainstream this is not people who listen to Geek Show yeah. these are people who know Spider-Man from the Raimi films mm-hmm. that's right. it I thought it was an odd choice that he had mechanical web shooters. Why did they do that? Why didn't they go with the original where it comes out of his skin? And I had to tell him, that was that was a device that they used. Raimi decided that people weren't just going to buy mechanical web shooters. Yeah. But in this, mechanical web shooters, and it helps the drama. Because if he runs out or if they get broken, he's yeah. fucked. Mm-hmm. And it helps the drama, which yeah. is what I always said. Why not mechanical web shooters? It's yeah. a great story device. Sure. How many times has he run out like, or just been like on the, All the verge time. of All the running time. out well, of the comics? Well, not now. Not in the comics anymore. Yeah. Yeah. He works in a lab. <laughs> yeah, he works <laughs> in a lab. Actually, you know, I thought about that because they actually said, they're like, when they kind of explain yeah. you what that, the web shooters are and, and whatnot, mm-hmm. and they say like, you know, one little t- capsule can go this much further. I'm like, oh, he's going to run out. Like, there's going to be a thing. Th- but he doesn't. No, he doesn't run out. But you know it's going to come, like, you, at least a sequel. Exactly. Like, there's going to be a time. Well, they got smushed. But, uh, they did get smushed. But I thought that was fascinating that this guy swore that the true Spider-Man had to actually come out of his arm. Yeah. That was just fascinating to me. But, but By the way, can but, I puncture one thing, one trope that people have? That Uncle Ben actually said, with great power comes great responsibility in the comics. Uh, he didn't, did he? He didn't. It's actually the tagline at the end of the first... Appearance of Spider-Man, Amazing Fantasy number fifteen. The, it appears in a caption. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You so must you remember oh, that okay. with great power comes great responsibility. And so I'll say Uncle this, Ben never said it. Uh, <laughs> Carrie and I both agree on this one because uh, it's got to have to be in there. Great Stan Lee performance because he's got no lines. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> we've decided that's the best way to have Stan that's Lee. Only if, if you, you yes, if you have to have him. Why do they have to? They God don't damn have it! To, but I will say it was funny. And, it was, but, but it automatically takes me out of whatever out of fucking movie, movie he's in. Yeah, can, can I guess why? <laughs> I think otherwise he would demand more of the profits. <laughs> if, if Maybe, yeah. If he didn't, you know. I think he just it's, died. It's, or it's, it's either $50 million or well, 30 second movie. Well, yeah. And at this point now, you don't want to be the director who says no to, no to Lee yeah. as a cameo. Yeah. <laughs> So, oh. anyway, I'm, I love it. I, I gave it four stars. I think you should, uh, after listening to this podcast, run no, you out should go. and see it. Go see it. It's good. Cool. Uh, uh, that's it's terrific. Thing that is, uh, the things we disagree on and stuff like that, and we were talking about it yesterday, is that it, it, this is the one comic book movie of the year that we were nervous about. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not nervous about Dark Knight Rises. And I'm uh, not at all. Uh, <sighs> but if we get three good comic book movies in one summer, then that's pretty fucking it's, awesome. It's the comic book uh, hero movie summer. Yeah. I think. And I, I, and I will tell you this. I really expected to not like this film. I did, too. Really? And well, and uh, again, I threw out all the caveats. How I think Andrew Garfield, for the most part, in his roles, comes across as douchey or too cocky. I'll eat my words. I thought he's, he was great. He's yeah. very vulnerable, yeah. quick, quippy. But but, and I'm going to say it again. If I have a star for Amazing Spider-Man, it's for Paul Feig's dialogue touch-ups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, I'd actually like to see him write either a Spider-Man book or a Spider-Man comic. I'd I'd like him to write the next uh, screenplay. Frankly, yeah. yeah. Are you listening, awesome. Sony? Are you listening? Let me get Hollywood on the phone again. They listen to us. Hello, Hollywood. Get me Hollywood, <laughs> honey. Get me Hollywood. And, 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 by, and by the way, I, I know the temptation will be there from Sony because they think this character is super popular. You already did Venom once. Fucking leave it alone. Ugh. Leave it alone. 
but with the ultimate well, uh, Spider-Man thing and the science that's being developed, it opens possibilities for Venom. Well, they're yeah. working on a Venom solo film. Yeah, fuck. So that's, that's, that's what it'll, that's what it'll it? be. Nobody. Yeah. Um, just because you can do a thing doesn't mean you should do a thing, Hollywood. Think about that. All right, so final uh, little bits. Box office report I neglected. Men in Black 3 is now the highest grossing Men in Black movie. Hmm. Really? Yeah. Uh, it has now earned $599.4 million worldwide. Shit. So, the, so, so less than the Avengers has made in domestically. Yeah, but I'm just talking, <laughs> to, I'm just talking the Men in Black movies. Uh, in in uh, 97, the first one, 589.4 mil. And, uh, and Men in Black 2, which was uh, $441.8 million globally. So Men in Black 3 is now officially your most popular yeah. hmm. Men in Black movie. It's better than two. That's about, yeah, all, that's about all you can say. <laughs> that's what they're on the poster. It's better, it's better, better than, than two. two. Jimmy Martin says, yeah, Hollywood, get I really book. tried hard to get on a poster. I hope I get on the poster for the... For, oh, yeah. For, for what? For, for, for Sp- Spider-Man. Spider-Man. For Spider-Man? Yeah. Which was, which was I what? Think, I think I wrote, uh, this will, uh, is, a sure, is sure to please all types of Spider-Man fans or something like that. I was like, fuck, put me on the poster. And uh, I love co- coming up with stupid like, it was webtastic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was caught in its web of drama. We're talking about the comment cards that the movie company asked us to fill out after we see a screening. I, I just wrote, uh, I wrote, uh, this is my Peter Parker, yeah. and this is the, with two E's, Spider-Man. I said I, Spider-Man is back and swinging. I, uh, I you just, did not. No, I didn't. Uh, I just, oh, uh, my God. I, I would leave you here to walk home if you had fucking written that. Yeah, better than that. No, I actually said, I said Andrew Garfield is, is perfect as Parker. He's good. He's really good. Really it? terrific. Uh, anyway, there you go. Anything else before we uh, wrap things up? There's your Spider-Man review. I know yes, you've been sir. dying for it. Hey, Alderson, uh, if, if you come to Pub Quiz, don't come this week because it's not happening. <laughs> oh, Pub July Quiz 4th. Is... July, July 4th. 4th. <laughs> no way. So hard. <laughs> no way we're going to go through that Homer all there by the ball field and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, so. That's right, because they have fireworks there. Yeah. Uh, come to my house. I'll place. ask you some questions. <laughs> Like, what are you doing on my lawn? What the fuck are you doing on my lawn? Let's see, anything else? Uh, no, it's recovery time. We good? Yeah, let's, I want to go home okay. and go to bed. Let's recover. Let's get back to uh, part two of the episode called uh, Zombie Wine Pairing. And uh, it's the uh, last of the tattoo shows recorded live at uh, Heart of Gold Tattoo in Salt Lake City. Does that mean we're recording next week? We are. Oh, so okay. uh, fresh episodes uh, oh. in the basement next Yay. week. Please to enjoy. Trails Gentlemen's Club in Salt Lake City, 921 South, 300 West. Legendary, I say, because, well, they've been voted uh, Utah's best for 10 years in a row now. But now, legendary because of Thursday nights. Every Thursday night, every geek boy or girl, I guess, a fantasy come true. See before your very eyes, she's taking it all off for you. Your favorite superheroine or fantasy figure at Trails Club. Geek Show frequents Trails for a reason. Amazing women. And you can see them at TrailsClub.com, but now they are in cosplay on Thursday nights. The most beautiful ladies. Check them out at TrailsClub.com. And don't forget, their 9-ounce top sirloin steak dinner, $5 every night until 9 p.m. Saturday is Naughty Couples Nights. The couple that goes to the strip club together stays together is what I think all doctors say. Every Sunday at 2 p.m., they have their free Texas Hold'em tournament, giving away $400 in cash every week. That is Trails Gentlemen's Club, 921 South, 300 West. Go in there on Thursday night and tell the girls, Geek Show says, hey... 
SecretCompassCollectibles.com. I want to thank them for coming back on to Geek Show Podcast. Uh, we love them. They're uh, terrific. The customer service is unmatched. And uh, they got a brand new website. It's easier to lo- uh, use. It looks better. You can just search you know, like Star Wars if you want to find a Star Wars collectible or Star Trek. It's all there. Uh, here's what they're uh, pushing right now. Brand new website. Easy to use. And there are uh, some products they want to tell you about. Star Wars The Blueprints, limited edition book from Epic Inc., 336 pages of production blueprints, droid blueprints, ship blueprints. The book itself is the size of a coffee table, and with these blueprints, you could probably make your own Death Star. Also, the uh, one... One scale Heath Ledger as the Joker bust from Hollywood Collectibles Group looks like he's right there in your living room. And they are taking pre-orders for the 12-inch 12 uh, 11th Doctor Who figure, limited edition figure from Big Chief. My recommendation is these 12-inch Kenner action figures by Gentle Giant. I've already got my Jawa and my 3PO and R2 are on their way. SecretCompassCollectibles.com is the website, or you can find a link on our website SecretCompassCollectibles.com And we are back. Woo-hoo. Heart of Gold Tattoo. 853 East, 400 South. Thank you. Heart That's of, for Johnny Mac. Heart of, heart of, heart of, heart of Gold Tattoo.com. Uh, John, John McAfee. Thank you. <laughs> John McAfee. John McAfee. John McAfee. Uh, he's never been called Johnny Mac until I showed up today. Until, until today. All right, this week is... <laughs> Thanks, Barn Dog. Barn Dog. <laughs> That's all right. This week, that was my nickname for a long time. This week in Outrage continues. Yes. This one, Outrage for for Shannon and Jeff. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Because they hate Grant Morrison. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Grant Morrison's a comic book writer, in case you don't He's a... I, sorry, I'm doing the comic book writer. And we talked the about the, air quotes, the con, right? right? That's him? Yeah. This, is, this is... I have the details about the con. Oh, here. this yeah. is the biggest... Bullshit. Ugh, if go they, ahead. If they invited you for free, would you go? No. Really? I would. Okay. I would. Because uh, Jimmy and I talked about maybe going down. but <laughs> Just for fun. Just for fun. I, I love, know. I would, I love I Vegas. would lose it. Shannon would fight him. This is... He'd punch him right in his fucking bald head. It's called uh, Morrison Con. This yeah. Which is a horrible name, anyway. His own convention? Yes. Yes. Oh. He's uh, currently uh, penning Action Comics, relaunching Batman Incorporated for DC. Oh, thank you, and thank you. The center of Morrison Con. The would-be comic convention that Morrison, who is who is curating it and acting as its creative core, hopes. Oh my gosh! He he wants that is to very masturbatory. Well, no, yes. he's going to take it and and change the convention experience. Oh yeah, okay. I'm Please sure he's going explain. to. It's going to start out interesting and then fucking your peter la- out at the end. Your lanyard's <laughs> going to have glitter. <clears throat> Morrison uh, Morrison says uh, it's not going to be a. Come here and buy some comics and let's do a few panels. After two days, you will be a changed person. Oh, fuck, fuck off. Him. Is he going to have Tony Robbins there? Or, I mean, what's he doing? <laughs> I hate banana hands or, so bad. Or, yeah, banana hands. Banana hands. <laughs> banana hands. Or, or, or is he putting acid in all the water? Yeah. It's being put on by Ignition Sequence, a new events company uh, run by Ron Richards of comics website iFanboy and James uh, Syme and Kristen Bad. Block oh, uh, owners of uh, San Francisco Isotope. Isotope Comics. Very good, Jeff. Morrison Con will run September 28th through the 30th at the Hard Rock Hotel in Vegas. Fucking asshole. There's going to be 37 <laughs> people there. Ooh, Vegas. Really? They, no, I bet there'll be a ton of people yeah, there. They, they invite you. You're not going. No. Okay. The uh, the guest list includes uh, Jim Lee, Ooh. Justice League, Frank Quitely, All-Star Superman, J.H. Williams III, Batwoman, 
Chris Burnham, Batman Incorporated. Uh, writer Jonathan Hickman, Fantastic Four. Four. Gerard Way, the uh, front man of My Chemical Romance, creator of uh, Umbrella Academy comic. Good oh. comic. It may be the first time a convention has been built around a comics writer, although Morrison is no average writer. Yeah, he, oh, fuck it. <laughs> He's got interesting beliefs on aliens, astral projection, the powers of drugs. All right, maybe I will go. Here's what he says. <laughs> Here's what he says. Okay. Calling it a convention downplays what it's going to be. What a douche. <laughs> the program's still being put together. But uh, he wants an event that has a rock and roll atmosphere, a blend of music, comics, alternative culture, set in a place where you can hang out and chill with like-minded people where artists will be drawing sketches over breakfast. Says there are going to be huh? panels, but also DJ nights and big performances. Ooh, DJ <laughs> nights, I'm in. He's going to DJ. Oh. Grant Morrison is? He's going to DJ. Oh, Oh, so, so, so it's going to be nothing but pop will eat itself. Now, you uh, said you said how many people will attend? 37. No, 1,000 will attend. Wow. Because that's what it's limited to. Oh, geez. That's exclusive. A, it's exclusive. Yeah, well, that's, that's a pretty tiny con. Yeah. Uh, the goal is to create a better comics convention in an age when the gatherings have become media events rather than genuine fan experiences, man. So my question, then, is do you have to sign up for it, or are these 1,000 people invited some are invited, but you do have to sign up for it. Hmm. It's not cheap. Single ticket, $767. What an uh, asshole! I, oh, my gosh. No, wait, what that, an no, asshole! Wait, that includes a two-night stay at the Hard Rock. Ooh. What do you do? You know what? Go to hotwire.com. I can get you a much better deal. One-on-one -on -one access to the guests, a pass for all the panels and signings, plus the after-hours parties at the, the nightclub. Go XB DJ. And, and watch free, DJ. And a free blowy. Oh, <laughs> did you get a blowy? A quick for squeezer. A, for a true fan, <laughs> it gets harder and harder to see the people you want to see. You're lucky if you can get into a panel, let alone talk to a creator for two seconds. We want to bring back the closeness and intimate atmosphere. It's not a celebration of Grant, but a celebration of comics and its culture. It's less of a convention and more of a conference or TED it's Talk, more of a man. Fucking <laughs> I would, I would okay. Uh, okay. TED Talk, he says. Okay. <laughs> I would love to go, but I'm going to LucasCon. If uh, it's, well, you know, here's the thing. Fuck him, first of all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> second of all. Now that, now that that's out of the way. <laughs> who, no, but really, who the fuck thinks they need a con named after themselves? Right. Well, that's the thing. It's not about Morrison, but it's called Morrison Con. Yeah. Well, which is a and, horrible and, fucking name. Yeah. And by the way, let me correct him. I'm sure there has already been many an Alan Moore con in which it was Alan Moore and all the wizards hanging out in and his house. And by, by himself. <laughs> yeah. Alan Moore con by himself yes, in his um, house. And, and, and wizards hanging out in yeah. his fucking beard. With his crazy rings. and Also but centering man, around guy, astral projection and drugs. Where does he get and, off? You know, it's just, I hate him so bad. He's ruined Superman, right? <laughs> and, like, he ruined Superman. His X-Men title was terrible. Also. It started oh, out good, Don't, and then it went no. completely oh, oh, off the rails. Oh, 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 you mean the guy who uh, decided that Beast's secondary mutation would be... Oh, yeah, he turned from a man to an ape-like man, and we all know what apes would turn into Next as fucking cats. A, cat. a kitty cat. Yeah, a a kitty cat. cat. That was yeah, yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. I would just <laughs> somehow love to just get Shannon down there. Yes. And just watch him tear that place apart like the guy. Oh, I, I would just... I, I would. <laughs> I, I'm telling you right now, if I ran into that guy, I'd be like, fuck... You, and then I just walk away. <laughs> That's it. That was worth it. Oh, no, I yeah. when it comes out. I just, he just, he's one of those comic book writers. Always like, I'm a comic book writer, 
But they didn't like superheroes. Comic books are stupid. So it's kind of, just, right. is it kind of like Tim Burton when he's like, I never read a comic book yeah. before he made Batman? Oh, he's terrible. Yeah. Even though I like I mean, but if Burton everybody was going to have... But, but don't be pretentious about it. Right, like, if... I think it'd be a totally different thing if, like, Joss Whedon was like, I'm going to do a Whedon con. Whedon con. Because it makes sense. Like, think of the, you know, he's, you know. I'll tell you right Avengers, now, I don't think Buffy. Whedon would ever have something called a Whedon I know, no. but you know what I mean. Yeah, but Joss, yeah. Joss Whedon embraces everything that he is. Right. Yeah. And Grant Morrison tries to shy away from it. He and puts tries up, to be pretentious it. about yeah, it. Yeah, Whedon know, puts like, up hey, no yeah. fronts. He is yeah. what you see is what you get. Morrison's all, hey, you like Batman? How about we have a Batman in every city? Die. Yay, thanks for making it's Batman like not CSI special Batman. anymore. So stupid. Well, asshole. from outrage <laughs> about a comic book writer yes. to what? outrage from a comic book Ooh. writer. Ooh. You mentioned Alan Moore. Yeah. He's always bad. Speaking of another crazy He's son a of a crazy guy. Now, uh, two issues of the Before Watchmen comics yeah, but, at the time of this recording have come out. Yeah, uh, the first issue of The Minuteman and the first issue of Silk, Silk Spectre. And I think, actually, in the meantime, first issue of Comedian has come out mm-hmm. now, too. Ooh. And I've only read the Minuteman. Minuteman one, and it was good. It was it, good. It, it, yeah. it was. I would have picked up Silk Spectre, but I thumbed through it on the rack. Was a bad comic book. That was yeah, I've got it. Just based on the art. I've got it. I haven't read it yet. I've got it in my hold. I no, the it. art's really pretty by and Amanda Connor. And what's weird is uh, Minutemen and Silk Spectre, both written by Darwin Cook. Darwin Cook, well suited to Minutemen, but not to Silk Spectre. Mm. Mm. Now I've I put down in my hold at Doctor Volts for all of the Before Watchmen. So have I. Which means I'm on Alan Moore's shit list. Aw, buddy. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Carrie. Because he says... He's casting a spell And I do this story because I'm going to upset him with my second story. Oh, no. Um, Alan Moore says that if I'm buying before Watchmen, that you should stop buying his other comics as well. Oh. Already done. <laughs> <laughs> I have a huge respect for my audience. On the occasions when I meet them, they seem, I like to think, to be intelligent and scrupulous people. If people do want to go out and buy these Watchmen prequels, they would be doing me an enormous favor if they would just stop buying my other books. When I think of my audience, I like to have good thoughts. And I think about how lucky I am to have one that is as intelligent as mine and moral as my audience, considering how many people have come out to the woodwork in support of these new stories. And considering the teams that are on board, this is... A pretty bold declaration. Declaration. Now I have what? to go do a voiceover for another Simpsons episode. It strikes. Yeah, exactly. It strikes me that yes, I can understand why they took on before Watchmen, but if you're buying them, please do not buy my other books. Blah. What Blah. other books? But but but. What was the last I, thing I, he wrote? Uh, I can't top even ten pro, pro, or Tom Prometheus. Strong. Yeah. Prometheus. Prometheus was. Um, but this, okay. But, but <clears throat> yes, I agree with him. Don't buy his other books. And don't support Alan Moore. But buy those books because you know who's going to benefit? Dave Gibbons, who drew Watchmen. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Who is not putting up any fucking objections to before Watchmen. Well, and why? Because he's getting money. But see, this creates a problem for me. Because then I found this story. Oh, no. And when I hear about sto- uh, books being banned, mm-hmm. I immediately rush out and buy them. Because I want to support the people who are under fire. Right. Alan Moore's recent two, uh, 2011 graphic novel, Neonomicon. Oh, yeah, that was for uh, Avatar Press. About FBI agents investigating ritualistic murders has been pulled from a public library in South Carolina. Of 
Mm. Well, like anybody goes in that thing anyway. <laughs> South Carolina. Hey, my card still works. What's the, library? They need a place to sleep. What is library? <laughs> what, what does What's, it say about having sex with your cousin? Yeah. Is that okay in this book? Hey, I heard that big building's got a shitter. You just got to watch out for those books. <laughs> <laughs> They'll get you. I shit in one of the books. I <laughs> used them pages. I did. One of them encyclopedias. They said you didn't need it because you got the wiki. The wikipedias. The book uh, filed in the Greenville County Library's adult section. Can they even read down there? <laughs> Stephen Colbert is from South Carolina. Uh, I'm from Georgia, so whatever. Was yeah. checked out by a curious 14-year-old girl. Visitors over 13 can check out books from any section. Ooh. See, there's the problem. I was right? going to say, there's part of the problem. Once the girl dug a bit deeper into the comic, ran across some sexy scenes, told her mother, there's another problem. Oh, what? dang! Mama, mama! Mama, there's tits in here! Mama, there's titties in this comic book! This bush looks weird. <laughs> this one looks what my little brother Billy been doing to me. Oh, <laughs> wow. The Jeez. girl's mother, Carrie Gask, told a local news outlet, What the fuck? It looked like a murder mystery comic book to me. It looked like a child's book. She came into the living room and asked me what a certain word meant. And I said, honey, where did you hear that word? And I said, that's a nasty word, and we don't use that in the house. Wait, 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 because murder mysteries are okay for kids? Apparently. For her? Especially if they look like they're for kids. I thought it was a murder mystery She figured there was drawings, so it's children. She showed me this book, and it had letters on it, but I just saw the pictures. (laughs) I'm fine with my children reading Hannibal as long as there's no sex in it. The mother was uh, so upset after seeing graphic sexual content and pictures of nude men and women engaging in sexual activity. I saw some penises. They were uh, engaging. She compared the contents found in nudie mags. Ooh. Oh, boy. The more I got into it, I, the more shocked I was. I really had no idea this type of material was allowed at a public library. <laughs> I feel that this is the same kind of content that Hustler, Playboy, or things like that. Oh, she's obviously, even though I've never seen those. Yeah, never I was going to say, yeah. this lady's My obviously never seen, a, <laughs> never seen a Hustler, <laughs> especially. Oh, really? You saw the lady's guts? <laughs> My friend showed me a Swank magazine one time. So she is now pushing the library to adopt a rating system for books. Fuck. Oh, jeez. Well, how, how about if your library does not loan out adult items to 14 no year olds or how about i rate your parenting skills yeah. no. well they gotta you know they gotta really <laughs> get the homeless people to stop masturbating at the computers <laughs> hey the public the first no <laughs> no that's a nine to five job they're oh, okay working. they're working all right away. actually i heard that's in college now just but you're, you're going to be a library and there's a whole so a whole class about stopping <laughs> homeless people from they just put up some dividers between each <laughs> monitor it's fine so i am now going to upset alan moore by buying his book as well as... Jeremiah, if you're listening to the podcast, put Neonomicon in my hold. I think there's a, tra- I think there's a trade, trade paperback collection of... Put it in my hold, Jeremiah. I'm buying it. And I'm buying before Watchmen. I'm sorry, Mr. Moore. Oh, oh my God, those wizards and his... Getting, have fun getting turned into a snake, buddy. Yep. My beard hoods. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Oh, and uh, if if you're a if you're a before Watchmen hater, uh, you, you need to know about this. Uh, Sony has picked up Literary Adventures Royal Honor Society. Detail, details are vague on this. It's described as the iconic stories of some of England's greatest writers from the late 19th century. H.G. Wells, 
Jules Verne, Robert Louis Stevenson, all together in an action-adventure tale. Oh, <laughs> I, one can only hope it's as good as their live-action adaptation of League of Extraordinary yeah. Gentlemen. That's what they say is it's a reverse League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, so, so it's reverse. It's going to be really good. That means it'll be good. <laughs> I think it's going to be fantastic. I'm in. All right. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Um, Marvel wants you to stop complaining about the new Spidey TV show. Oh, really? Hey, I was the one okay. that said I the liked it. The one? The, yeah. The yeah. I'm not complaining Spider-Man. about it. I just said I just it's anymore. more directed for kids. So, You know what it feels like to me is a kid version of Deadpool wearing a Spider-Man costume. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of. Because well, he's got okay. his little cute Except alter, alter ego. and a lot less. Yeah. Because he does the... doesn't necessarily does the, mean bad. Yeah. Does, yeah. Uh, so ever since the uh, series premiered on Disney XD, adult viewers have been blasting it online for being a little too childish for their taste. But that's okay. Oh, no. It's for kids. It's yeah. Disney XD. These you are know, some, for uh, kids. These are some of the uh, forum uh, letters. My issue isn't that the show which seeks to be lighter and sillier. My issue is that it does such a thing so poorly. While also attempting suspenseful uh, bits alongside with it, don't match. If, if Two-Face wrote a sitcom, I can't imagine it being much more of a contrast with itself than this show seems to be. It, did the, if Two-Face wrote it? Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, what? That's just um, terrible. That's, that's, that's terrible. not even a real character. I, that's know, DC I, Universe anyway. Yeah, well, what is he talking stupid. about? And besides, I would watch a show that... That sitcom that Two Face wrote. As, 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 a, as a parent of small children, yes, two and a half faced men. I, uh, I like it. <laughs> why are adults? What, what the See, fuck do they care about? What I, kids shows. That's yeah. what I'm trying to figure out. There are whole dozens of websites that 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 talk about this and and about how it's it's childish and idiotic, but. It's designed for kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like yeah. the thing. I fell out of it because it is more kiddie. Exactly. That's because yeah. I'm a 30 year old uh, man. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm not going to complain about it. I'm just going to be like, yeah. eh, I'm still not, not for me. It's not, not for, me. for me. It's like adults complain about Star Wars Clone Wars that it's terrible or the prequels, not to open up a can of worms. Uh-oh. But Uh-oh. now you've done it. No, sh- <laughs> I'm the parent of small kids and they fucking love it. They dig it. Yeah. They dig it. So I can see that. shut up. So exactly. What you do is you don't watch. You don't start a website bitching about Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon yeah. if you're an adult. I would say it's, if, a, it's not for me, but it's perfect for kids. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I think you know. people, I think the reason. Some Batman, people got, Brave and the Bold, amazing. For which him. I loved. Yeah, yeah. But see, they did, it, they did a much better job at the, at the Goofy. The brave and the bold. But there was uh, there was uh, innuendo and there was inside yeah, jokes for, right. for adults. Right. But, you know, like, <laughs> in the window. But I think the reason people get got so pissed off about this show is because it was called Ultimate Spider Man. Yeah. And they were expecting a cartoon version of the comic. Because yeah. the ultimate yeah. the ultimate universe is a little more adult and gritty. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, these guys with these sites, these grown ups who don't like the cartoon, they've been trying to draw out a response for Marvel Comics. Uh, of course they are. Well, Joe Casada bit. Uh, He got onto his Twitter and said this. As I said before, I respect your opinion on the matter, but tweeting for me every week isn't really going... Tweeting me every week isn't really going to help your case. While you and a few other posters may like to complain about the show, there are many, many more fans who like it. We are well working into the second season, so my suggestion at this point is... If you don't like the show, don't watch it. You shouldn't be watching it. I hate to be this blunt about it, but I feel like you should devote your energies to other endeavors at this point than watching a show you clearly hate and then complaining about it. There you go. Like I said, I respect your opinion. I'm pretty sure that there's nothing that we could do at this point that will make you happy. Yeah. 
Well, it's, it is uh, Disney XD's highest rated cartoon. And it is. It is. So He knows what his show is, mm-hmm. and he's not trying to ask you to accept it beyond the fact of, you know, it's for kids. Exactly. Leave you it know, alone. You know, for kids. Go watch something kids. else. You know, for kids. Uh, right. Although I will say this. Will somebody think of the children? The fucking Stanley parts on Ultimate Spider-Man. Those suck. Jesus yeah, those, Christ. Those are bad. That's just that. Well, and that even goes back to the the Amazing Spider-Man game that's coming out, where they said mm-hmm. you could you could play a Stanley. I'm like, really? I'm never going I to do that. I don't want to. No? But you don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to. They were. Yeah, like, but I'm not going to. That's, E3, a, that's an option you can download. Yep. At E3, they were very excited about it. I will. <laughs> will you? <laughs> yes, I will not. I will play a Stanley. Oh my I god! Won't. I, I fucking a. I will. My, I, I my dentures fell out. No, I want to play a Stanley. So, see if. I can swing around and then take credit for something somebody else did. <laughs> well, see, I already saved that man from death anyway, so I'm good. So That's right. I'd, he'd no. be dead if it wasn't for you. He would turn to dust if he hit that You floor. have only yourself to blame. <laughs> That's right. That thanks a lot, Jimmy. Good job. Good you job. You guys get mad at me now because I didn't let Stanley die? Yes. Yeah. Ah, shit. Sorry. <laughs> damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. yeah. All right, what do we got as far as uh, DVDs and uh, video games? We'll wrap this sucker up. It's going to take me a second because I'm feeling bad because you guys yelled at me. I got mine. Oh, go well, for it. Well, <laughs> okay, go. Uh, there's only one game worth looking at this week coming out called The Secret World for PC. It's a MMORPG that kind of takes all the different mythologies and makes it into one game thing. Like all, the, all of them? Yeah, like like vampires and ghosts and, and all the like stuff like that. And you have powers or you can use technology. And, and it's a massively multiplayer kind of a thing. It's by a company named Funcom. They've made a couple other MMORPGs that have been successful. Hmm. Looks I think you just like saying MMORPG. I, I like saying it quite a bit. MMORPG. But this this game's been in development for like four years, and it looks, if you like MMOs, it could be pretty good. MMOs or MMORPGs? MMORPGs. I think the abbreviation is MMOs. People get lazy and just say MMOs. We don't want to say all six letters. All right. Uh, well, this uh, as this comes out, this is the Fourth of July weekend. Yes. God bless America is coming out. That's Bobcat Goldthwait. Oh. Bobcat Goldthwait. This movie. I like his movies. He he takes a fucking listen. Shakes the clown. Shakes the clown is one of the greatest. If you movies ever get ever. a chance to see it, Classic. kids, watch oh, Shakes the Clown. Man. I like World's Greatest Dad with Robin Williams. I still need to see that. Do you, do you know the premise of it? Yes. It's about his son who Bobcat Goldthwait made that. Yeah. Oh yeah. He directed a movie about his son. Uh, Rob Williams plays a dad. His son uh, accidentally kills himself by autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah. And but he makes this <laughs> nice. like diary that it was his kid because he's a writer. He's yeah, an inspired he, writer, and so his kid postmortem becomes famous. But it's him writing this yeah. shit, writing his diary. It's really good. Well, it's he, he really tries to cover good. up yeah. the actual like how his son, how his son well, he said it was died. a suicide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but like. The embarrassing nature of funny, the way he died. The character of his son is such a prick. You're like, yeah. oh, the kid uh, was a total. Di- I was so yeah, glad yeah. when that kid like, died. You like him want him to die. Like, <laughs> yeah, fuck him. You know. Wow. Anyway, that uh, is, it's a really good movie. He did another one too. I'm trying to. Think. Oh, it was called uh, about the lady that has sex with her dog. Yeah, the stay. I think it's what they called it. Yeah. I, I, no, yeah, I saw it was called stay. They called it let sleeping dogs lie. Yeah. Is oh, all right. Anyway, <laughs> but this is God bless America. This and is this God is, bless America. And this is Bill Murray's brother. Yes, uh, Joel. Uh, yeah, Joel Murray, uh, who was who was in Scrooge. Which one is Joel? Joel is Joel is his. There's the yes. younger and the older. Yeah, he's uh, he's, he's the, the younger. younger. He's, okay. He was in Scrooge as the younger brother who he sent the, who the secretary sent the VCR instead of the 
towel or whatever yeah. it was. No, he was that on that guy. other. Sitcom. It was uh, what was the sitcom he was on? But he's also he's also on Mad Men. Oh yeah, okay. every That's now right, and then. Yeah. Oh, is he? But yeah. he uh, he plays the lead character Frank, who uh, decide who after shitty things happen to him in his life. He's watching my super sweet 16 birthday or whatever it is on, on MTV yeah. and decides, I'm going to kill that person and gets his gun and gets yeah. in a car and drives across the nation and goes and kills the... Oh, kills the and just starts killing people. And just starts killing people. Cat and, and I call my super sweet 16 a great anger, uh, anger management. Yeah. Because we just yell at it. But he, he starts going around killing these people who are famous because they're... Terrible people. Terrible people. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, next one. Uh, William Defoe and Sam Neill are in The Hunter, which is coming out. Okay. Disney's releasing some uh, some older films on Blu-ray. Treasure Planet is now out on which Blu-ray. Which is good. Yes. That's maybe I, my I, favorite I Disney movie. I am a Treasure really? Planet yeah, supporter. I love really? that movie. It's, so and, uh, it's a good film. Did yeah, yeah. write that? That's uh, Michael yeah. J. Fox is the voice, right? Yeah. No, I think so. it was well, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He, he's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, right. I thought that. What am I th- oh, I'm thinking Atlantis. Yeah. Sorry. But, 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 and Shannon's right. Ben Etlin, the guy who co-created The, t- the Tick and uh, uh, Firefly. Yeah. Yeah. He Space that. Pirates. He's involved in it. Space Pirates. Uh, kid. Home on the Range, which is... Uh, cows. Yeah, cows. Judy, Judy Dench is the voice of a cow. Oh, God. <laughs> which is perfect for this weekend. Born on the 4th of July with Tom Cruise is on Blu-ray now. <laughs> <laughs> he plays a paraplegic. Uh, he does drugs. There you go. I'm, I'm going to save a couple for last because these are great. Uh, the Women of SNL is now out. Ooh. So you got like Tina Fey and uh, oh Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler. I'm not an Amy Poehler. Fan. I love Amy Poehler. Yeah. Uh, Rocco's Modern Life season three is now out from Nickelodeon. Dynasty season six. Oh yeah. yeah. If you want to be really fancy, you call it Dynasty. Dynasty. All right, and these are three movies. Uh, the pirate movie. Do you guys remember that one? Oh, yeah. Uh, the, <laughs> music, the musical. Yeah, oh, like from the eighties. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Where they have a lightsaber battle. The. Re- I don't know if it's ever been on DVD before, but now it's on DVD now. It's Is terrible. It Christy McNichol in that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a song called Pumping and Blowing. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Wait a minute. Did you say it's finally on DVD? I'm not sure. Not, not, even, even, not, even, not on Blu-ray. Not even Technology Blu-ray. is blowing me away. Yeah, I'm wow. a, I, I don't it's know. finally out on These VHS. last three movies wow. are all they, only DVD they, releases. They, they I don't keep know. finding stuff under desks and go, oh, let's put this on DVD now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Hey, can somebody burn this off the original laser disc? Yeah, exactly. Someone put it on. You can, I think something. you can stream it on Netflix. So. The next one is Don't Kenny bother. Rogers, which is in Six Pack. Yeah! Six Pack. Yes! He race played, car driver. He's a race, race car, car driver, driver. adopts six children. That's yeah. right. <laughs> it's really good. And the last one, oh shit. Uh, no Holds Barred with oh! Hulk Hogan and uh, Zeus. Oh, yeah, Zeus. dude. Tiny Lister is That's Zeus. Right. No, I don't know if these movies were ever put on DVD. I don't I have no idea. But I doubt no, it. But now oh, they're let's just say shit. either they're being released they on, on DVD. I or think they were on VHS, and that was probably. Like, yeah. I, I think they were on Betamax. I dude. bought No Holds Barred off eBay for off VH, on VHS for like five bucks. Dude, this is so, I sense a geek show movie night coming up. Yeah. No holds barred and over the top, man. That oh shit! <laughs> over the, that's a good one. Is over the top the Sylvester Stallone arm wrestling? Yeah, movie? yeah. yeah. And he turns his that hat, was in my uh, turns his hat backwards. That's what yeah. gives him his superpower. That was in my movie montage. <laughs> and then, 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 then Bull, Bull. Uh, what was the guy's name? The big bald dude. Oh, Rob, uh, Richard Mull. No, <laughs> not from Night Court. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> not Bull. <laughs> uh, I can't remember. That is it. Anything uh, Anything else before we uh, wrap this up? Uh, Any I, recommendations? I have a recommendation. 
what, is it Sundance? I think Sundance has those uh, that comedy block going on. No. Oh, uh, Comedy Bang Bang yeah. and Bunk. What? Bunk. That is Very this. funny. Have you been I, watching both? I've been watching both. Well, I, 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 what is I, this on? Friday nights. It's uh, it's uh, on IFC. Okay. Yeah, IFC. Uh, Comedy Bang Bang and Bunk. Bunk is a game show. It's a completely oh. fake game show. Oh, it's, it's, fake? it's It's a fake game show that was created by guys who used to work on game shows. Okay. And the contestants are comedians. Yeah. And they oh, all, and they, and they, like, uh, and it's, they, do, it's, they go for prizes. Like, one of the guys' prizes was he was going to switch lives with a baby. <laughs> right? <laughs> if, so, if he won. So he could start yeah. over, basically. Uh, yeah. Or, you know, meet your birth parents. Well, you get to pick your prize. Yeah, you pick your prize. And yeah. it's, it's really, and the, and the rounds are just insane. And it's really, really funny. Well, the the and and comedy bang bang is has been hilarious just because so weird because too. Andy Daly, who is just a, a an extremely funny comedian and a, and oh, a yeah. brilliant Im- improv guy, all of those things are improv. By the way, whenever he does yeah. a character, yeah, he's so good. He'll come out and he'll just do a character. He's the guest on the show. Yeah. Our next guest is, and he comes out as some different character. And he comes out as a character. The, this time he was he was the guy that was making. Pornography, kind of this last time. <laughs> it was so. And then he came out as one. It was it was hilarious. He goes, "I'm gonna tell you about my new business plan. I am the life of the party. You right. hire me, and I will come, and I will be at your party, and I will be the life of the party." <laughs> Just hilarious shit. Yeah. But uh, comedy, bang bang, and bunk on IFC. On IFC. IFC. Okay. And it's got that Reggie. This is Reggie name? Watts. Reggie, Reggie Watts, Watts, who kills me. He's the band yeah. leader. He's the band the leader. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 it's really fun. Both those shows are really fun. And Amy Poehler was on <laughs> wearing a wig for no apparent reason. I'm and not it, wearing a wig. <laughs> <laughs> Have you done something different? Your hair. I'm not wearing. I'm not a wearing wig. a wig. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, I always feel bad about Amy Poehler because the first episode I was ever on, I said, I don't think Amy Poehler's funny. And you told me to go oh, fuck off. Fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> well, I need to show you some of the old, the old Upright Citizens Brigade. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. On that, I will say that in some old Saturday Night Live. Because that funny. was before she had her teeth fixed. I'm just not a Parks and Rec fan. I just, That's before I'm, she had her teeth fixed. She Ron had a, Swanson. She had a space oh, in her Ron teeth. Ron Swanson. <laughs> she had a space in her teeth right there. Yeah. Uh-huh. So sexy. Oh, God. She was, oh, imperfections are the best. She was hot. Yeah. She still is. Anyway, um, anything else before we go? Last yes. thing I want to – oh, go for it. No. All you, Everyone buddy. get all their their stuff out of the way. Okay. I'm just, um, just going to do a shameless plug for Mine this. was well, actually – no, no shit. Mine was a plug for you. Mine was a, <laughs> mine was a plug for you. Right? I just want to say thank you, John thank you so much. McAfee. Not Johnny Mac. Not John no, McAfee. McAfee. <laughs> Johnny for you. having us, for hosting us, <laughs> and for giving us some fucking amazing tattoos. Yeah. Well, Thank you very much. It's been thumbs awesome. Up. Thumbs had... up from the wives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've had a blast. Invite me back. Yeah. No, seriously. No, we're we're have me on the show. We're going to have you on. I'm awesome. No, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> you are. He was and, not kidding about Shameless. And officially, and John, officially, uh, from now on, the panelists need to let me know if they're not going to be here. Like Lee and Scott kind of surprised me with both of yeah. us. Uh, and because if you're not here, John's going to be sitting in in your right. in your stead. So he's going to be right. like uh, he's more handsome too. He's going to be like yes. He's going to be like our uh, Joan Rivers for Johnny Carson. <laughs> sure, <laughs> he is the official pinch hitter. He will jump in if we need him. Yeah, yeah. All right, sure. right on. But I want to sincerely good. thank you for yes. everything you've given us today. Thank oh, you. Thank well, you no, so much. Thank, thank you for for being here. And now it's what, been awesome. Uh, what do I need to do to this thing? 
a uh, lot. Well, smear peanut butter on it. First <laughs> of all, you want to add some butter. If you've got a, if you've got a pet at home, you know, just let let the pet lick it and then go swimming in dirty lake water. All right. <laughs> Rub a bunch of chapstick on it and you'll be good. I've got a I've got that's, a dirty what, I've got a dirty what, lake what? right next door. So that's like the opposite of what yeah. I thought he'd say. Don't do any of that. If <laughs> yeah. you're healing a fresh tattoo, don't do any. All of right. That. Okay. Got to keep no, it out of the sun, right? There, yes. Yes. If I was say, if you want a uh, a geek tattoo. Or just um, any kind of tattoo. Well, any yeah. tattoo, yeah, for yeah. sure. Heart of Gold tattoo. Vice, hit it. 853 East, 400 South, heartofgoldtattoo.com. Thank I, you very and much. And I'm just going to say, just on a personal note, just come support the guy. He's a good guy. Yes. Uh, you know, come support him because uh, guys are good guys and he's a good fucking guy. That's right. <laughs> and it's not just me. There's five other dudes here. There's Andrew. Yeah, they're all good. Andrew King, Oscar Garcia, Shane Barlow, I'm, I'm oh, Ryan Campbell, and yeah. Austin Huffman. That I, can know, all... I know most of those guys, too. I'm looking yeah. at, I'm, guys. And so. I was looking at their work earlier, and they're all good. Yes. All so. good. I'll only let you and, touch me. And again, <laughs> the, the least rapey tattoo least? Right? shop. Oh yeah, Lee's Do we still yeah. say parlor? Do we still say tattoo parlor? You can if you'd like. I, I, like, I like, like tattoo shop. I like parlor myself, but or, or it's, studio. It, it's yeah. also studio. if you're pretentious. It's also very well lit in here too. It, yeah. it, it, it very, doesn't look like well. drug transactions oh. are going to take place. When in you the say bath. parlor, though, I want to pay in two bits. <laughs> Yes. I just want to know like, where the brass knuckles are. I want to buy some brass there knuckles. There are no brass knuckles in the show. Jesus Christ. No. What kind of tattoo shop is it? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> are we good? I think that's it. Finish it up, sir. All right. Outrage more ham. Burr.